And no, Snake Eyes, the wind is not blowing. <laughs> yes, my eternal optimism is in full force today. Welcome in. Welcome in to the show. Everybody, welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host. This is Talking Trek Live, and we'd love to welcome you in to our first studio production of the podcast in almost two weeks. <laughs> welcome in, everybody. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. You hear that panic? You hear it? It's mine. You can't have it. Hey, who's hanging out with us? Who is ready to talk about Arc 2 today? Let's hit it with a Talking Trek server sound off, you guys. Go. Hey, what's up, Jerry Ryan? You're first. 146. What's up, Swagger? Server 20. Thank you for being here. Ah, welcome, Zakara. 136. I Beglin on the Panar server 32. Dunk on the flagship server 15. What's up, my friend? Blue Mandalorian server 8. Captain Carnage on 14. Lotta Hole 158. Lord Farquaad on 147. Welcome, Arian server 30. Wicked Witch on the flagship server 15. Andar 163. Jonathan Ingram on 15. Andar on 163. Thank you, Callus server 8. Welcome into the show, Jace. On server 44, Bernard on server 28, Captain Planets on 167, Arian on server 30, what's up? Commander Taylor on the teeny weeny eensy beetsy, tiny little server 192, welcome into the show, V Ready uh, on 196, thank you for being here, Moxavian, uh, server 32, Chala on 15, Hal 9000, welcome to the show, Lieutenant Razik on 15, Dahaga, server 16, Booyah, he says, Scalyback, welcome into the show, Scalyback from the Outback. Chala, what's up? Meows 27, Sliver Surfer 133, and um, Hal 9000 gracing us with his artificial intelligence and his artificial presence from Server 11. Silent Stabber on 8. What's up, D Agent Server 14? Thanks for being here. Karkin on 15. Swagger on 20. Metal on 6. No, Metal on 8. I can't read. <laughs> Nostromo, Server 30. What's up, buddy? Appreciate you being here. Hudson. Low population, 146. I don't know. To be determined, Hudson. We actually now, for the first time, have a real server population metric, and we're going to talk about that today. Applewood Bacon on server 15. Bubba Joe, 24. Welcome into the show, Johnny B. Good. Housekeeping, snowing in Texas, he says. Slaughterer on server 34. Thank you for being here. Shotgun Chick on 32. Jace on 44. Steven Zarin, technical producer and talking trick moderator, is here. Welcome. Zula on 25. Truck and check on uh, server 26. Apparently one of the biggest ones, one of the biggest ones out there. Welcome into the show. 80 additional messages in our server sound off. Thank you guys so very, very much for being here. Absolutely wonderful crowd today. Thank you so very, very much. Yeah, Stevens Aaron, I th he says, ooh, I got me a new title. Uh, yeah, you, you do a lot of work on the show. I think it deserves it. Technical producer, you do all of our off-site stuff. Anytime I am not sitting in this chair, then Steven Zaren is doing all the stuff. So I guess it could be argued, Steven Zaren, that if the quality of the Talking in Cars episode was poor, maybe that's your fault. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay, no, it was definitely my crappy, super expensive AirPod Pros. Uh, <laughs> it's never my fault. You're right. Um, yeah, man, I'm telling you, I, I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm glad. Let me, let me do this. I am so glad that you are here now with me in the studio, that you get to listen to this full, warm production quality. Uh, by the way, my voice doesn't sound like this. I've got, I've got three boxes in here that make my voice sound like this. And I'm glad. I'm so proud 
that we get to sound like this. And I'm glad that you're with me here in the studio. Thank you, everybody. Welcome. Yeah, it's you're right, Moxavian. My voice runs through like three different computers. I'm actually a female. You got it. I'm a chick. <laughs> Welcome into the show. Man, we've got a lot to get to today. All right, we've got so much to talk about today. Our first uh, studio episode since the launch of the arc and we've actually got time to sit down and go through it uh so we are going to go through everything just literally wham bam bam all right we're on a schedule today uh, i'm doing the show earlier welcome into our european listeners thank you so much appreciate that uh you guys are um you guys are, are very welcome here. Thank you so much for being here. I know the time is better. I'm doing it a little bit earlier today. Normally, a couple of hours later in the day, we would, we would take to the air. But today, I got something special going on. Yeah, today, ladies and gentlemen, today is actually my Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Today's my Valentine's Day, Gregor, because, because of work schedules. And I actually, believe it or not, I've got a work trip. I'm going to Ohio uh, the weekend of Valentine's Day. My wife was none too happy about that. Uh, but, you know, Ford apparently doesn't care about the day of love. Okay? Ford Motor Company says, all right, we don't care about that. We need you to sell cars. So, <laughs> so I'm going for a, for a corporate shindig in, in Dayton, Ohio, uh, the weekend of Valentine's Day. So today is my wife. We're going out for Valentine's Day night uh, tonight. I got a babysitter lined up. And listen, those of you who got kids, you know, babysitters are hard to come by these days, especially since, you know, everybody's got their kids at home. So nobody's looking to try to watch other kids extra time. Babysitters hard to get. So I got one. All right. I'm picking my wife up at six o'clock and we're going for sushi and beer. Very romantic evening planned, Gregor. Sushi and beer. Mm. That's that's what we're doing tonight. So, so who's she going home with? Uh, well, it's no to, red lobster to be determined. <laughs> no, no, we're we're going to do a little classier than that. Uh, yeah, no, not even my work wife. Panic was unavailable, and uh, Gregor has to work. <laughs> and Gregor has to work late. So uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Uh, so that's why we're here a little bit early, and we got a schedule to keep. So let's dive right in. We got a lot to talk about today with the original series arc two. But before we do, in true talking trek form, we must check in with our news studios and check in with news headlines from around the world. It's time for talking trek stupid news. Stupid. Yes, it is. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know it's been two weeks two weeks since your last dose of stupid news I know you've missed it thank you Steve I appreciate it very much a new one poll survey finds uh, while we're talking about Valentine's Day and love a new one poll survey finds that more than one in five human beings one in five human beings in a relationship. The number was actually 23% have considered actually leaving their partner, Gregor, after receiving a cliche Valentine's Day gift. So if you give her chocolate-covered strawberries, for example, she could leave you for someone else's chocolate-covered banana. Okay? It's a thing. You can't give bad gifts on Valentine's Day. Furry handcuffs and flowers were the number one most disappointing gift. Guys, you hear me? If you were going to do furry handcuffs or flowers, don't do it. Gregor, don't do it. Okay? They were the top Valentine's Day. Or say good riddance. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah, if you're looking for an out, there you go. It's the top Valentine's Day gifts that these survey respondents said would be disappointing to to do. If if you get your significant other one of these for Valentine's Day, chances are the only holiday you're going to be celebrating is Palm Sunday. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. Thank you. 
A new study. <laughs> That's terrible. A new study reveals that alcohol abuse. Oh, how alcohol abuse has risen during the pandemic. I don't know that that's actual news. Uh, However, we did finally uh, get enough survey respondents to make it a real thing. The study was conducted by the guests at my Super Bowl party. So uh, there you go. Real news. Uh, Gregor, you like nice things. Have you heard about this? A pair of apparently super rare Nike sneakers specifically designed for former President Barack Obama are going up for sale for $25,000 for a pair of these sneakers uh, that apparently just the proceeds could pay at least 1,000 Chinese kids salaries for three years okay that's happening (laughs) $25,000 these pair of specialty white kicks are believed to be one of only two pairs in existence with the other being gifted in 2009 to the basketball-loving 44th president. Many of you out there uh, could potentially call the buyer many silly names, idiots, or or wasteful, right? But don't judge a person until you've walked a mile in their overpriced, cheaply made shoes. No. <laughs> Key West Airport. Thank you. Key West Airport has unveiled, ladies and gentlemen, an autonomous robot with a high-intensity coronavirus disinfecting light. Yep, that's happening at Key West Airport. Now they just have to get Floridians to stop trying to feed it beer, and everything will be just fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, this was serious. I don't know if you guys heard about this. A 275-foot Japanese submarine collided with a commercial ship 31 miles off the coast of uh, the southwestern portion of Japan this past week. Uh, However, however, here in America, we stopped listening when we said 275-foot sub because we just got hungry. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) terrible. Americans are very distracted in their obesity. Uh, Let's see. What else we have? Uh, Oh. Are you calling me fat? No. I wasn't calling you fat. Did you get distracted by... You just called me fat. Did you get distracted by the fact that I said a 275-foot sub? No, I got distracted by looking for a picture of the yellow submarine. (laughs) There you go. Guys, have you heard about this? This this is right up our alley right here. All right? This is nerd heaven here. Dungeons & Dragons is barely uh, being made into a feature film adaptation and has added Fast and the Furious actress Michelle Rodriguez and Detective Pikachu actor Justice Smith to its cast. Nerds around the globe are celebrating by putting on a fresh tank top and cracking open a nice cold Mountain Dew. Uh, yeah, but they are. I can't believe they're making a Dungeons and Dragons movie. Um, yeah, you guys are still asking about the stuff. Come on, come on, rein it in. Uh, yeah, making that a. Be as bad as the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon? Uh, some. No idea. But that? hey, the, the cast is looking good. Michelle Rodriguez is great. Making a Dungeons and Dragons movie, uh, marking uh, this game or this property's move into new virgin territory (laughs) a new report says (laughs) a new report says that super bowl ratings this year plummeted ladies and gentlemen in fact the game was so boring even the kansas city chiefs didn't pay attention (laughs) (laughs) okay that was true that was bad a 31 year old man named yuri andrade that was the 2021 Super Bowl streaker, Yuri Andrade, not to be confused with the 2004 Super Bowl streaker, Janet Jackson. Uh, yes. Uh, Mich- <laughs> finally, finally, Michelle Obama is in the news launching a cooking show on Netflix. Unfortunately, every, every single recipe has the same start, like the same first step 
uh, which is telling your personal chef what you want to eat. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, the cooking show will reportedly. Here's your here's your twist, guys. The cooking show with Michelle Obama will feature puppets. Michelle says she fell in love with puppetry. Huh? Puppets, like uh, puppets, like like Sesame Street so things. Going to be making me an omelet. Her puppets are, are going to join her on this on this cooking show. Michelle says she fell in love with puppetry after seeing how her husband handled Joe Biden. <laughs> and there you go. That's all right. I'm good. There you go. There's the stupid news for the day. Oh, man. That's good. That's 10 days worth right there. Okay. 10 days. Uh, <laughs> you. Next time. Oh, my. Welcome into the show. Appreciate everybody for being here. Uh, thank you. Hey, I, I, I do want to send very, very quickly just a real quick shout out uh, to a friend of Talking Trek, Criminal Ripper, who was unable to be with us today. Not feeling so, so well. Uh, he's, he's feeling a little bit under the weather. And you guys know that he has been struggling lately with his, uh, his sleep patterns, okay? He, he, he's got something going on. I, I'm actually genuinely concerned for my friend uh, and contributor to this show. So, um, you know, guys, just, you know, I, I've asked you before on this show, and this is a real thing, uh, I do believe, you know, whether you're spiritual or, or uh, faithful or just, you know, believe in the power of positive thinking, I do believe in the power of positive thinking, and I, I would ask you guys to keep... Uh, our friend Ripper uh, in mind. Uh, he's trying. I actually invited him to the show today. He said he was going to actually try to get some sleep, which he says is probably a horrible idea to do at this time, which because it's only eight thirty his time. Uh, he says I'll probably be up at two o'clock in the morning, but he's just he's just not feeling it, uh, guys. So please uh, keep him in your thoughts and prayers, and and send some good vibes his way. He's been struggling for a few weeks um, with with you know, just trying to get rest, resting your body and resting your mind. And, and, uh, and he's got a big brain that needs to be rested. Okay. So, uh, just, uh, kind of keep that in mind, uh, as you are proceeding throughout, uh, your, your normal daily activities. Okay, guys, welcome into the show. Thank you so very, very much for being here. Uh, we are celebrating today. Yes, I'm very positive. I'm very, very positive today. I even joked that, uh, that snake eyes, uh, told me earlier that the wind must be blowing over here on my mountain today uh, because I was excited. He says I get excited every time the wind blows. I am excited today uh, because we've no, got a we, we've got a new arc. Okay, and and this I, I tell you, you know, we talked about it on the last show that we did, and I felt like the overall sentiment from the original series arc one just to me felt better than normal. I don't know it, it, how you guys feel about it. I, I know that we had a couple of hiccups. There was a few bumps in the road, but but it felt good. You know, it, it, it when we were taking your feedback, we were talking about the things we liked and what, what we didn't like. It just felt really positive. I don't know if you guys agree or disagree, but 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 based on my feedback, based on what I've tallied, uh, it felt like Arc One was received pretty daggone well compared to a lot of previous arcs that we may have had, which is a really good sign for me. Uh, Scopely is iterating. Scopely is listening. Scopely is is absorbing the feedback and making adjustments, and and uh, and and we're seeing that. I'm I I tell you, I see it. Okay, Blue Mandalorian kind of sums it up right there. Arc one, yay. Arc two, pending, yay, <laughs> yay, pending. Okay, and and because it's been written really well, our content, uh, man, Snake Eyes, shout out to you, buddy. All right, Snake Eyes and myself have been super busy. We've been uber busy producing the content that you guys have heard. Uh, we've probably done more content in the last 48 hours than actual hours slept. 
Okay. Um, please, please go and push to talk. Careful, guys, uh, guys, there with your background noise. We have probably produced more content than we've actually uh, in hours slept over the last few days uh, in the YouTube videos that we've put out. Uh, please be sure and go check that out. If you haven't been to our YouTube channel yet, go check that out. Uh, available linked over from our website, TalkingTrekSTFC.online. A couple of good videos, including a third one that was published today to talk about these ticketed events and a brief uh, event guide uh, going through the calendar, okay? Uh, I definitely encourage you guys to go check those out. I'm not going to, you know, rehash everything that's in those videos because I want you to go and watch them and I want you to share them with your team. But uh, some really, really good stuff in there. And, and I'll tell you, you know, I've told you before, I like... I know a lot of people don't like this, but I like overly engineered events, all right? I like events that require some thought. I like events that require some strategy. I like events that require uh, or uh, maybe offer player choice. And man, oh man, oh man, uh, right here, all right? Player choice in its epitome. Now, Andar says, why do you guys do this? Do you get paid? <laughs> No, no, uh, not not directly. No, Scopely does not. Okay, uh, we we're not employed by Scopely. We work with Scopely. Okay, uh, and and uh, I've I've often commented on my relationship with Scopely, and and uh, and and me personally, I'm satisfied with it. I feel like it, I feel like it's good because we're able to get information to you. We're able to analyze. A lot of times, we can you see. You should this send stuff. them flowers and. Um no, handcuffs no furry for... handcuffs for Scopely this this year. Okay, no furry uh, fuzzy handcuffs for you guys. I think you've done a pretty daggone good job over the last sixty days. Uh, Steven Aaron says Snake Eyes gets paid with your love. Uh, <laughs> that that's true. Uh, and by the way, as you guys listen, I always acknowledge it. All right, I always acknowledge it. Uh, I want to th say thank you to the Scopely Overlords who are listening today. All right, they are here. They're with us. They want to hear from you guys. All right, so they're here, and I want to thank you guys for remaining, uh, remaining in, in, plugged in. All right, and and and, and uh, engaged with with what the community has to say. I, I've been very proud of that on this show. That uh, that we do have, I believe, direct impact, direct communication. So, uh, so that's very, very cool, and I and I want to thank you guys. And yes, I am sorry. Um, one of them just messaged me and said that he actually wanted flowers. Okay, so hey, you want flowers? We'll hook you up with flowers. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do like the the combined hybrid. We'll send you like a, a candy bar bouquet. You know, we could do that a candy bar bouquet and be full of Snickers bars. That way, whenever you get grumpy. And then you could just have a Snickers. <laughs> that's that's what I'm going to send to Snake Eyes this year is a is a Snickers bouquet. That way, whenever he comes in here and gets all grumpy pants, then uh, <laughs> I'll just tell him to go eat a flower. Um, but uh, yeah, Raxnar says, "Golly, let, let's talk about praise for a second. Has anybody noticed that the arc has actually started off fairly smooth? I, I agreed. Now listen, there there was one hiccup yesterday. There was one hiccup, and, and it wasn't even server-wide. There apparently was something wackadoo going on with some people's clients. You know, uh, Vita has been in here before talking, and he is, he is the community's biggest, most vocal uh, proponent of, of, uh, of client support. All right, When I say client, I'm talking about the, the actual device that you're playing on, the app, whether it be from Google or from iOS. Uh, he, he is very vocal about... Uh, supported uh, compatibilities and supported devices. And, and so some people did have a, a little bit of an issue yesterday. Um, and, and unfortunately, that affected rating across the galaxy because rightly so, and I know the Raiders don't like to hear this, but I mean, fair is fair. Fair is fair. 
players could not access the game yesterday, and we're not talking a short outage. We're talking some players were out for 8 to 10 to 12 hours. Uh, and, and there are still some minor reports, very, very few, even this morning, that players are still not in the game. So uh, although those are very, very few and far between. Um, but, uh, you know, it is um, – it was smooth. Okay, it was it was smooth. I know what the iOS store, uh, the iOS store said. More bugs have been squished, which I thought was very cute and clever, given the fact that worms have made it into the galaxy. Yes, have you guys seen these nasty little buggers? Little worms. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're gross looking, man. I'm telling you, uh, it was funny. We were actually even talking about in the cars episode that uh, this was a complete creation. This was uh, uh, an innovation by Scopely in that there's no mention of worms anywhere in canon, okay? Those worms don't exist, all right? They, the, the, the Doomsday Machine itself was, you know, in Season 2, Episode 6, was hypothesized as a man-made machine. It was a machine, all right, so uh, it was an interesting take that Scopely took on this as uh, as being some sort of offspring or byproduct from the the head honcho, the uh, the mega doomsday machine. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I know nothing. Um, but the uh, these worms, these types of uh, of offspring or these offshoots uh, in the story, okay, in the story that we've got, have crept through the anomalous phenomena that have brought the Discovery crew here, that have now brought the original series crew here. Guys, I, I believe that I have now, uh, I'll say that I've been satisfi- satisfied, I suppose, with, with the story. You know, when we talked way back when the past, present, and future announcement came out, Hal, there was a big piece of the conversation. Well, how do they do it? These properties span three centuries, more in some cases now with Discovery. How are they going to bring all the properties together? Okay, uh, we had we had a lot of conversations about timelines and this and that and Prime and Kelvin and blah blah blah. I, I think that they've they've done it well. You know, you guys know I'm a big nerd. I love the Marvel universe. I love stories. I love intertwining plot lines, and and I am the first to call out bad writing. You know, I do. I I call out bad writing when I see it. All right, I'm super in tune to the mission. I'm super in tune to the story. I. In my opinion, these properties have been introduced into the game in such a way that doesn't violate canon. It doesn't violate nerddom everywhere, okay? It doesn't violate the original story. These are novels. These are novelizations. They're non-canon. These are, you know, extra adventures. These guys are not in our universe. These guys have been deposited into our universe through some mirror mirror type gateway okay so uh it, it's it's i've been satisfied with with that type of reasoning okay and how the the characters have gotten here in which case this is exactly how the worms got here the worms got here the exact same way okay the worms came in through the anomalous phenomena now uh there is a fan theory out there that i want to make you aware of okay that um and and by the way you can you can google this you can find it there is a theory out there floating around in star trek fandom is that these uh that these worms and that the doomsday machine itself you guys hear me when i say okay we got we got shorted all right in the kelvin timeline there were there were three movies but you know there were plans for a lot more 
There was plans for a whole another 50 years worth of content in the Kelvin timeline. It just never took off. And, and for that, I'm pissed. Okay? For that, I'm pissed. But there was a lot of stories out there, a lot of fandom and a lot of novelizations and things like that. There is a theory out there that the Doomsday Machine exists in the Kelvin timeline. All right? As a matter of fact, oh, God. Okay, never mind. Now I'm being... I, I just got a private message that says, stop right there, okay? So I will stop right there, all right? Perhaps, perhaps, nah, we'll stop right there. Thank you, sorry. Thank you for that tidbit of information. Guys, just know, all right, that they're, listen, this game we have established is not canon. They can do whatever they want. They can do whatever they want with these characters. They can do whatever they want with the story, and, uh, and I have said time and time and time again that I love reading the missions. I know some of you guys don't. I, I tell you, you should. I haven't started today, but I'll tell you what I'm super excited about. If you guys pop up into your event store right now, okay, we see some missions. We see more missions than we've ever gotten, okay? And now for a nerd like me, I super like it. Okay, I very much like it. Let's uh, let's do this very quickly. Let me just break this down while we're on the topic of missions. Okay, in the battle pass, just like always, you've seen keys. Okay, you've seen the keys. Uh, just like, and we've got a missions event. All right, so let's get this part out of the way while I'm thinking about it. There is a missions part, and they did the same thing that they did last month, except they actually broke them up the way that they were supposed to be. One through five and six through ten this month are going to be given by ten. 20, and then side mission A by 40 access keys that are available in the battle pass, okay? Um, So you will be able, as always, be able to complete the missions event in time, free to play. No need to purchase points, you guys, all right? So you'll be able to get the missions. And by the way, 10 keys for one through five, which some players have already started. I hope you're reading. I have not started yet, so I'm sure I'll nerd out on this a little bit later and I'll come back and talk about it. But Doomsday Part 6 through 10, five more missions there. And then with the 40 keys, you get um, a Rude Awakening, which is side mission A. Now, guys, we see two more sets of missions. Now, nobody's gotten to them yet. I hope they're good, Scopely. All right, I hope this is not like, you know, another one or two step mission and then it's done. I hope it's good. We've got side mission B and side mission C. Now, uh, just based on the cover, folks, uh, if you take a look at side mission B, the road to hell, we see now an iteration of perhaps another Maya-like entity who uh, this kind of brings me back to the mud missions. Okay, this brings me back to the mud missions. Uh, wasn't the mud missions where mud had created a copy of Maya, and then there was like this? There's 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 this third artificial intelligence out there running ships. All right, the one that looks like Maya, but the one with hair. The one was a lot cuter. Okay, she looks legit. All right, so that takes me, and I wonder possibly if maybe we get some tie-in with mud or con or something like that inside mission B. But if you open it up, you're like, well, dag on, how do we get it? You see up at the top, it's going to take 10 of these TOS server mission keys. All right? And how do you get those? These server mission keys are completed or earned, rather, from completing Doomsday server milestones. We're going to come back and touch on this here in just a second. But Doomsday server milestones, this server milestone event that we've been talking so heavily about. Now, uh, side mission B takes 10 of those. And then if you take a look at side mission C, it takes 20. So we're going to have to earn 30 of these mission keys. Well, how do we get the mission keys? 
Go into your events tab, ladies and gentlemen, because one of them is online right now, the Doomsday Creature Part 1 server milestone, all right? And uh, you'll look at the lower levels, offering some Tritanium, a little bit of Crystal, independent credits, very nice. The uh, second and third milestones ramping up on the Tritanium and Crystal, getting good Crystal payouts here, and independent credits. And then you look in your fourth milestone, and you see 10 of those server mission keys. Okay, 10 of the server mission keys. Now, if we are pre to presume that we have three server milestone events and we need 30 tokens, then folks, the challenge is in front of you. At least that's what it looks like. I say that the challenge is in front of you because you must complete all three server milestone events to get the full 30 mission keys to unlock the side missions B and C. Now, I say, community, that you better step up and do it, all right? Because there might be some goodies in there. There might be some extra dialogue. There could be some extra uh, rewards, whatever, okay? But you're going to need to complete all three server milestones. And so I'm thinking, yes, a challenge. <clears throat> a challenge for servers out there to complete the server milestones. And by the way, those of you on low population servers, don't panic. Don't panic because the, uh, the overlords have taken server population into account. And, and while they originally told us that there were five brackets, we have now identified six, which opens up a whole new conversation, Hal. Opens up a whole new conversation mm -hmm. because, because now we have definitive proof from Scopely about which servers are healthier than others. All right, and yes, I use the word healthy because it starts with the server population. All right, we're going to come back and talk. Uh, yeah, we're going to come back and talk about this here in just in just a moment. Now, Truck and Chick says it's the high population servers that have to work hard. Maybe that's what it might look like, Chick. That's what it might look like uh, right there, Arian, that you guys are making those comments in our chat. But, but thanks to Snake Eyes, we actually found. We actually found that Scopely may have wanted us to have the illusion of a challenge, but, but. Gasp. Gasp. It's a freebie. It's a freebie. Truck and Chick says, no, I need 4,200 points. Well, sure. You and you can do it. 4,200 points is 4,200 ticketed events in the next, or uh, in the next uh, five days. 4,200 ticketed events in five days. Now, again, intricate details. Grudging Sue says, oh, buddy, we're, we're effed. We might, we might be mucked, he says. No, no, sir. Yeah. Here's okay. why. What's up, No One Shell? Welcome to the show. Here's why, Wait. folks. Everybody take a look in your server milestone, all right? Let's take a look. The first way to score points is completing ticketed events. We know that, okay? This milestone is five days. However, if you go to your news center, and see, I love how this is all tied together. You look in your news center, and we see that the ticketed events occur on weekdays. That's Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. So today's Wednesday. We got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So before server milestone number oh. one ends, we only got three days. So somebody might say, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. We've only got three days. That's a total possible number of nine events per player. But gosh, doing nine is going to require people to spend. So we really need three. If you want to do a true free-to-play, is Scopely making us pay... Daggone you, Scopely. Always out to make a buck, aren't you? Oh, you hear that, no one? Man, scamly out there trying to get trying well, to get people uh, to spend. Trying to get them to spend, no one, Shell. 
Can you believe I can it? See the delusion. Look at a uh, truck and chicks. She gets forty two hundred points versus like mine's eighteen hundred, but her final goal is forty two hundred. So it all it requires is one person to score in the top ten. No one. God bless it, man. You're stealing my thunder. You're stealing my thunder, thunder, everybody. So let me let me let me explain this in in words that most people understand. Because sometimes when no one talks, it's it's tough. I'm kidding. I love you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, take a look real quick. Look at the second option to earn points in this milestone. It says top ten on leaderboard, meaning that if a player finishes in the top ten in Doomsday Onslaught solo leaderboard, if guys, think about the logistics here. If a player finishes in the top 10, what's his points worth? All right. On my server, it's 3,300 points. All right. Look at your servers. If your milestone doesn't require 3,300 points, let's say your server uh, only requires 450 points. Let's go down to Commander Taylor over on 192. Over on 192. Okay. They've only, they only need 150 yeah, points. Grand Vampire, Grand Vampire is showing that, they, that their winner gets 4,200. Guys, this is scale. This is an autocomplete. This is Hugo. No. He says, I'll never make it into the top 10. No, sir. This is a solo leaderboard. Somebody on your server is going to finish in the top 10 spot. Okay. It's a free given. As long as someone it's finishes, a gimme. your whole server finishes. No, Arian, you say, so this isn't cross-server? No, ma'am, it's not. Negative. This is a server milestone for your server. For server 15, for server 26, for server 30, you guys are solo. Okay, okay? This is your server. It's not cross-server. Like so so technically, like yeah, technically, if you really think about this, all right, if nobody on your server did a single ticketed event, like nobody, then yeah, you ain't gonna, you, nobody's going to score points. Okay? If you do one ticketed event in the next three days, just one, not even one per day, but just one, you are going to be paid because somebody is going to finish, well, 10 people are going to finish in the top 10 on your server. And only one player in that top 10 needs the 3,300 points. And guess what? The top of your milestone caps out at 3,300 points. Folks, this is Scopely's walk all the way around the mountain, go to 17 different points to go from A to B. All right. But this is their way of engineering a gimme. Okay. This is their way of engineering a gimme. All right. There is no way. There is no way that a server is not going to finish the server milestone. It is virtually impossible. When I say virtually impossible, your entire server would have to boycott. Your entire server would not participate in a single ticketed event. However, there's a caveat. Thank you, Stevens Aaron. All right? The only way to fail, as Snake Eye says, is not to score a single point. All right? Now, this is a gimme. You're getting the free tickets. You got a chest today with 10 tickets in it. You must participate in one event. One at a minimum between now and these the end of these five days. Okay? And if you score a single point, if you do a single ticketed event, you're gonna receive all four milestones. Don't panic too if if your server has already hit three milestones, which I don't think is actually technically well, I guess it is technically possible. All right. If your server has already hit through milestones, no, you're not gonna lose on the rewards. Just complete a ticketed event. 
You're right, Blue Mandalorian. <laughs> Scopely says, we're going to be generous. We're going to give out gimmies, but we're going to do it in the most complicated way possible. <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of true. But but again, players like me appreciate this. Players like me this <laughs> players like me love this, okay? I love thinking about it. I love I love the engineering of it. But yeah, folks, do do a single ticketed event and it's free. They're giving you the currency. Okay? You got the currency today and and by the way, in Milestone 2, you got enough currency for the second day. No. Oh my god, how? Yes. And in no. and in Milestone 4. Oh, oh, how it gets better. It's even worse than you thought. Listen. Oh no. Listen, if you do the miles of the battle pass today and tomorrow, you're going to get to Milestone 4. Guess what? There's another free one in there. Another no, free. No, come on. No, no. This is Sculptly. That's way too much free. Mm-hmm. Well, and there is a glitch in the Battle Pass system currently. It's showing for some players one ticket for six and eight, which is going to be addressed. I've talked to See, a few devs about it. There we go. There we go. <laughs> that's it was too good to be true. You're right, Hal. No one just pointed it out. They were doing it on purpose. Scopely was trying to short us on Scopely. those tickets. Uh, yes, folks, it has been confirmed, all right? And, and and no one shall. You need to settle down, buddy. You're, you're taking the class too far ahead, okay? I got a presentation. I got to drop one thing extra in there. All right, fair they enough. Are fixed, uh, <laughs> there was a 38 and a th- my level, 43. We're getting two different fashion credits on Tier 8. And I showed that to the dev team, and they're like, oh, we got that in our audit the other day. That will be fixed. So some players might be seeing what? less rewards than others. But we'll oh, way to go. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Hal's no one shall just ruin your rewards, there guys. You, there you go. Thank, way to go. Thank no one shall for nerfing the battle pass. No, in, in all oh, seriousness, yeah. milestone six and eight uh, for some players. By the way, this is not everybody. All right? It's weird. One of my clients is showing 10 tickets in six and eight. And my other client is showing one. Guys, I, 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 I hesitantly point out that this could, could potentially be another caching issue, just like we saw last month. Don't, don't freak out, okay? There's no four-star rare in this battle pass, all right? But don't, don't buy tickets if you plan on doing just the one event per day, okay? Because uh, here's the math on it. Okay, here's the math. Scopely is sourcing you 130 tickets. You will, one way or another, get 130 tickets. Okay, whether that comes in comp, uh, in, in uh, compensation chest or gift chest or in the battle pass, you're going to get 130. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You're going to get 130. All right. Um, but yeah, there is some display error, and guys, it's not it's not like we've never seen this before. Just last month, there was a display error in the battle pass, and and even though no one shell, they told us that they fixed it minute one, hour one, day one. It took five days to show up in our battle pass. Okay, yes. it took five days to show. Up. Look there, Blokemons is showing the ten tickets in Milestone yeah. Eight. Some players are. Some players are. It is. It's weird. I can't like, explain here, it. Here, let me drop it. I got two images for you. That I showed the dev. So these two was uh, 38 and me, which is 43. So if you look at two of them, one's showing 10. Mom's showing one. The fashion credits is showing nine. I'm showing 575. Well, no, no one. Don't be, don't be it's daft. Just, don't be daft. The, the, the faction credits are probably going to scale between 43 and 38. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but I'm saying the top one's th- the top one the image is 38. The bottom is 43. <laughs> and you guys say that Scopely caters to the whales. <laughs> neener, neener, whales. No, I'm kidding. Um, okay, so if it's a bug, it's going to get fixed. But the bottom line yes. is, the bottom line is this. You're going to get 130 tickets. Don't freak out. 
Okay, and and that is what Scopely has prepared. That was the intent of the ticketed events. You guys, watch the video that we published three, four hours ago. All right, and I did one today too. One hundred and thirty tickets are going to be sourced to you for free, but there are thirty nine total events. Okay, thirteen event days, thirteen days worth of a single event being sourced to you with a capacity or a total potential of 39 events, meaning that you're going to have to somehow obtain 390 tickets if you want to complete them all. So let's break this down for a second. Okay, let's break this down for a second. You need 390 if you want to do them all. Now, first of all, here's the first comment that I got, Snake Eyes. The first comment that I got is, oh, oh God, those whales. Good God, is Scopely ever going to stop trying to make a buck? Is Scopely... First of all, no. Okay, it's a freaking business. <laughs> nope. Okay, yeah. it's a business. Okay? This is a company for profit. They will never stop trying to make money. You need to get it out of your head. Sorry. It's not a charity. All right? But are they there? So they're trying to get us... They're just giving more to the whales. If the whales buy 390 tickets, then they're going to get triple the rewards. Uh, okay. Guys, yeah. think about this for a minute. Okay. And, and, and by the way, I'm not defending the whales, nor am I defending Scopely here when I say this. This is mathematical, objective fact. Look in your cash store right now. Please look in your cash store. Wait, there's a cash store? They give money? <sighs> look in your cash store. Anybody tell me if in your cash store, all the way up to Ops 50, and by the way, I've already checked, so you ain't going to find it. Somebody tell me where the whales can go in and, and buy TOS Kirk shards. Somebody tell me where the whales can just go in and, and go ahead and instant max TOS Bones and TOS, nope. uh, TOS Uhura and TOS Sulu. Tell me where the whales are buying Doomsday Transwarp cells. Tell me where the whales are buying full officer unlocks. Anybody? Can, can you find it? No, but if you do, let me know because I will start throwing money at this game like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> Guys, this what? is a shift, all right? And, and, and this is why the ticketed events were, were introduced. Now, I know that p some people don't understand this. Some people don't understand economics and business, all right? Because think about this for a second. In the past, VIPs have been able to directly acquire tier unlocks of officers. And by the way, I don't expect that to be over, just FYI. I don't expect the whales to never be able to buy anything, okay? Sorry, whales, you can no longer spend money in this game. Hey, hey, That's not but, happening. But the whales can buy the tickets so they can get the events that give the extra... Jesus, no one, cells. shut up. You're killing me. Come on. I'm, I'm seriously, seriously, I'm going to freaking mute you, okay? Stop it. This is my show. Now listen, you're wearing me out. Guys, the point of this is that the people who spend money on additional tickets also have to grind it out, okay? There is no direct, there's no direct acquisition here. No, one, and I'm not trying to hurt your no. feelings. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but I want to explain it my way, okay? There is no direct acquisition here. There is no way for whales to go and buy an unlimited supply of transwarp cells. Or for them to go in and buy a Tier 5 Bones or a Tier 5 Sulu. Okay? Moxavian says, except we get 390 tickets and it's wasteful. Hang on. 
Hang on. I got I got an answer for you too, Moxavian. Saltrigs. I got an answer for you there too. Listen, DJs is full of information today. You got to give me a minute. You got to give me a minute to get to all of it because I'm wordy and I like to talk. Guys, true. there is no direct acquisition for anything in this arc, at least not that we've seen so far, okay? These tickets allow people who, who spend, allow the payers to do more events, but it's not, it, it's, it's, yes, it's access, okay? You can argue that it's paid to advance, but when has this game not been paid to advance, at least? And listen, admittedly, we've documented dozens of cases in which this game has missed the mark and been pay to win. We've talked about it. How about buying an officer pack and getting 20 million points in a recruiting event? We've seen that, right? Have we not? And we've complained. And, my God, did Scopely listen? Because there is not a single event in this arc that you can just buy and walk away from the game. You guys hear me? There is not a single event in this arc arguably, except for the auctions, maybe, but, you know, but that's different. There is not an, 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 an event that is designed for people to just pay and walk away from. And somebody's going to say, well, what about the research event? Okay, maybe, maybe, and that's for 40-plus, maybe. But, but here, do you still just pay and walk away? No. And Gregor's not here right now, and he, and he really wanted to be. He told me he had a work call, and he should hopefully be back any minute. But he wanted, to, he wanted to point this out specifically and say, listen, even the research events have actually been structured in such a way that it's going to require a little bit of strategy. Okay? For example, there's a prime research solo milestone right now. Now, listen, VIPs, if you're going to spend hundreds of dollars on this arc, if you're going to spend hundreds of dollars and do the prime researches, Fine. But you know what? Gregor's got it right. You better think about it for a second. All right? Do you want to do all four primes today? No. Okay? No, because you've got three research leaderboards, and the primes are giving stupid massive points. Okay? Like, I'm pretty sure, somebody help me, uh, Jonathan, I'm pretty sure a normal, like, one level of one research is only one point, right? I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Uh, I don't see it. Oh, 10 points. I'm sorry. I don't see it. I, I don't have the event. All right. And what is a prime giving you? Gregor told me it was thousands. Oh, 500. Okay. Okay. So, guys, now, <laughs> G4 players, let me, let me focus on you for a second. All right. And we mentioned this in our video yesterday, and, and we mentioned it uh, in, the, in the talking episode. Listen, this station expansion, <laughs> Jonathan Ingram, you tell me. Is this station expansion something you're going to have done in the next 20 days? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. You, I mean, I guess you could. If you, if you spent, oh, my God, what do you think it would be, Jonathan? Just, just spitballing. I look at this research tree, and, and I have to feel like this research tree, if you paid cash equivalent, it's probably tens of thousands of dollars. Okay, it's G4 research. It is expensive as all get out. There's dependencies everywhere. Okay, Ape says it's going to take a really long time. I agree. I said it was my estimation just looking at the math when Ripper and I were looking at it. It was my estimation that for aggressive players, it was a nine to 12 month expansion for aggressive players. Ape says six to eight months at least. And Ape, if you do it in six months, you're dropping coin. I mean, you're you're dropping more coin than normal. Which, hey, 
I, I can't blame Scopely for, for trying that. Listen, it's still your decision. If you want to spend the money on it, go ahead. There's a lot of research up there that looks good. There's a lot of research that, oh, that we still need to talk about, Scopely. All right? Why are you making me do freaking titanium vaults? Why? Why are we doing research to protect 28,000 dilithium? <laughs> why am I spending, thank you, why am I spending a hundred, oh, that's not even, no one shell just pointed out level one of dilithium fortification, all right? A 15% bonus to protect the dilithium, which is, by the way, the base value of your vault, and, and it's costing 32 million dill, and the actual effectiveness of that research is probably 20 to 30,000 dilithium. I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. 20 to 30,000 with research, okay, let's be fair. With research, it's probably imp- impacting you a hundred thousand deal. Is anybody? Does anybody want to argue that? I mean, I don't have the math. I'm not looking at the math, but I, let's say it might save you a hundred thousand deal if you were to be vaulted. But but it's going to cost thirty two million to upgrade it. And furthermore, while I'm going to gripe for a minute, furthermore, I don't even get to choose to avoid that research. Okay. I don't even get to choose to avoid that research because of all the freaking dependencies, okay? All the freaking requirements in this tree. For example, a lot of you guys are probably trying to get to that G4 repair cost, right? Well, that's cool. I'm, I'm glad that you're trying to. You got to go through a lot of research to get there. And even once you unlock it, all right? Now, good news, VIPs. I did check this. Good news. You can get the, the G4 ship repair cost all the way up to level five without any other major dependencies. I think, I think there's a dependency at level two. All right, so level one's got an unlock, and then level two has a dependency. But then three, four, and five, you can just, but you can just go straight out. But, but to get it to level six, <laughs> to get it to level six, you got to go back and pick up a lot of research before that. The station pures, the fortification, the, all that. That all has to be level six before you can take the resources up to level. Yeah, look at there. Look at there, Raxnar. Thank you for that screenshot. Okay, look at the dependencies. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right, Scopely, that's one thing. I'm, I, I know why you do it. I know why you do it. First of all, you don't want to, to shortchange the expansion. You don't want anybody to be done with the expansion. Like, look, look, there's Raxnar. He's already done four levels of a lot of stuff to get there, Okay. All right, so he's doing a bunch of research. If you remove dependencies in community, here's why they do it, okay? Here's why they do it. If, if Scopely removes dependencies, then you're going to pick out two or three or four nodes that you want to do, and you're going to do them in a day, and then you're done. And we've always argued that, that Scopely doesn't want to do three months' worth of work on an expansion for you guys to be done in a week. All right? So the dependencies extend the life. It also increases the cost, which is also part of Scopely's evil master plot. Of course this research tree is a monetization model. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? They spend months working on it. They expect that to keep you busy for a year. Okay, of course it's going to cost money. All right? But the dependencies really truthfully come down to product life, product benefit, and tough love. (laughs) Tough love. All right? It builds character. Raxnar, it'll make you a better player, okay? It'll make you a better man. <laughs> All right, it's gonna, it's, that's funny enough, that's what they said to me. They said it, it builds character. To be forced 
to take the punches in order to reap the benefits. All right. Now, I want to go back. I want to circle back. We, we got onto the research because we said no event can be bought. Okay. No event can be bought. And that remains true, especially for 39 down. But it still remains true for 40 plus with the exception of the research. And obviously you're buying packs to do that research. But, you know, you don't have to. All right. You don't have to. It, for example, that research is not being sourced for free. You're not paying to advance quicker. You're not getting anything more than anybody else who had the same opportunity than you. And that's why I bring you back to these rewards, okay? Scopely has introduced the ticketed model to do two things, community, all right? To reinforce, pay to advance, instead of pay to win. And yes, people, there's a difference, there is a difference. And, and listen, I know that people are going to argue with me. I argued this point on the official Discord till I was blue in the face yesterday. All right? The official Discord was actually surprisingly pleasant yesterday, which also indicates to me that this arc is being received decently well. But there were still a couple of loud people. Okay? There were still a couple of loud people, you know, and, and I'm trying to explain. There is a difference between pay to win and pay to to play or pay to advance, okay? And this is that difference. This is the example. Pay to advance is exactly what this is. Yes, community, somebody who spends $100 on tickets should get more than you. (gasps) Oh my God, DJ, I can't believe that blasphemy out of your mouth. (laughs) You, you siding with the whales. Siding with Scopely. You don't represent me. You're not a content creator for the community. <laughs> I'm here to tell you. You're right. Okay? You're right. I do sympathize with VIPs when they have a legitimate complaint. Just like I sympathize with the pleb community. All right? Or the free-to-play community. Or the light spender. Or the dolphin community when there's an issue. By the way, how many of you guys ever PM'd me with a problem and I got you fixed? All right, whether you're free to play. Let me ask you, anybody who's ever PM'd me uh, with a problem, have I ever asked you how much money you've spent in this game? Okay? I don't care. I don't care. I'll fix anybody. I'll help anybody I can. All right? I'll help anybody I can. But you're going to, you're going to, if you accept my help, then you got to, you got to understand where I'm coming from. All right? And where I'm coming from is a place of objectivity and fact. And the fact is, I am super satisfied with these ticketed events. Because, yes, somebody who spends $100 and I choose to do it free, okay, they should get more. However, should they dominate me in a specific event? And no, I'm on record complaining about that. I'm on record more than once complaining about somebody who could spend $100 and wipe out my three-hour grind or my four-hour grind or my six-hour grind, okay? I am on record complaining about that. And guess what? Holy crap, Hal. Scopely actually heard. Okay? Here's the key, folks. Even if they spend $100, sure, they're going to get some goodies out of the pack. Sure, they're going to get access to more rewards. Sure, they're going to uh, uh, get to do more events, okay? And by the way, there's not even goodies in the pack. You spend $100, you're getting 390 tickets, and that's it, all right? There's not even anything else in the pack. 
And FYI, we're going to address this. If you buy the 390 tickets, <laughs> you're only going to get to use 260 of them. Oh, Scopely. Rip off. All right. You're only going to use 260 of them, FYI, this month. Okay. Now, I lost where I was going. Oh, so yes, <laughs> I lost where I was going for a second. My point is, even if they pay the $100, they're going to get access to more rewards. Yes, they're going to get access to more rewards. They also have to do more work. They have to put in the time to grind out the extra events. And by the way, let's look at the events very quickly, just for today. All right, because these are going to change. I imagine we'll see some repeats, but they're not going to run the same thing for 13 days. We've got Alliance contributions, so helps and donations. Okay, that one's not bad. That's fine. And it looks like it focuses on Crystal and Trite. Okay, then we take a look at Doomsday Prep. This is maybe somewhat domination style. All right, increased power by buildings and research, but don't worry. And for those of you who can't do a lot of domination, you can also do it by mining. And by the way, at Ops 39, at Ops 39, my uh, points required for this event is 400,000. That's going to scale by Ops, of course. And if I mine G3, that's going to require me to what? Here, 400,000 divided by five points. I got to mine 80,000. Listen, most of you guys are mining 50 to 75,000 a day for dailies anyway. The mining one is easy. If you're mining G4, oh my God, Jayberg, can you believe it? Scopely's going to make you, as a G4 player, they're going to make you go mine 40,000 G4 materials. The audacity. <laughs> 40,000 is not even your daily. Okay? You got to do 50,000 per faction for your daily. All right? These, these events are not hard, people. All right? By the way, the mining one focuses on steel and ore. All right. And then finally, you got combat training, the PVE. This is nice. This is hostile hunting. This looks very much like cosmic cleanup. This looks very much like hostile hunt. And FYI, for some of you who, by the way, have raised concerns to me about the, about the milestones, guess what? That feedback was sent. And I see proof positive here that Scopely has responded to that feedback as well. Because I see a reduction in milestones for a very large segment of the community. All right? I don't know all the ops levels that were affected, but I see it. Mine was. Okay? I've heard tons of players come to me and say, my milestones were improved. Okay? Great news. Great news. And they're incentivizing it. You get to go kill worms for twice the points if you want to. All right? And that way you're engaging with the new content. Fun! Go kill worms! All right? Now... Let's come back to something very quickly. Uh, somebody's saying that there's something in the in the game center. I actually don't see it yet. <laughs> it hasn't pushed to me yet. My client is so freaking slow. Hey, no one. I'll give you a chance here. No one. Can you read to us uh, what's in the game center right now? You want me to read? I do. I think it'll be funny. Oh, God. This is going to suck. <laughs> All right, I know. Uh, I know. That's why it's funny. Here's here's. Is it really long? Okay. No, no don't do it if it's long. Somebody oh, no, at the bottom at the bottom it addresses the the concern about the one to ten on that one. Oh, there you go. They can read it. Shinjo posted it. All right, very quickly. So they're doing the same thing I'm doing right now. They're telling you yes. how many tickets you get, how many you can't have, and they're addressing the battle pass milestones. No big deal. Okay, there you go. No big deal. That's exactly what I've already told you. Hey, I beat Scopely to the punch by 20 minutes or 30. Okay, you guys know what's coming. 
all right? <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for, for the news center stuff, all right? They're telling you what I've already told you. Now, I want to circle back to one last thing here on the ticketed events. You um, are going to do 13 of these, one per day, if you want to do them for free, and that's fine. And players who want to do more can spend money on tickets. By the way, there are multiple price points on this ticket, okay, or or on this pack. Sorry, not ticket. There are multiple price points on this pack for tickets. You will not see all of them because it's going to follow the same type of algorithm the way that you uh, see the other packs, okay? But yes, Scopely even heard this for players who are very minimal spend or no spend. Guess what? There's a $10 pack floating around out there for people, okay? A $10 pack is floating around out there for people um, who maybe just want a few extra tickets. Maybe they're going to do the 13 free ones, but then one day, one day, one event pops up, and I do encourage you to check these rewards every single day, okay? I think that you should check these rewards every single day because I I have asked if they're going to be the same every day, and I got a little smiley, winky face. There could be some variation here, folks. So strategy, again, comes into play. What events are you going to play in? What do you need in your account? Do you need steel? Or do you need crystal? Or do you need gas? Okay? Choose the event that benefits you. And that's what's amazing about this, folks. We get, we always ask for choice in our rewards. We always ask about choice. All right? We want choice. We want event stores where we can choose our rewards. Guys, ticketed events is that. Choose your daily payout. And if you want to pay to get a little bit more, so be it. Now, the like I said, the tickets vary in, in range, starting at $10, going all the way up to $99, okay? At $99, you can get 390 tickets. But, DJ, this is where they screw it up. This is where they screw it up. This is, this is where they rip us off because we're going to get 130. We're going to get 130. And uh, they're going to sell us 390, so I'm going to have 130 left over. I should only have to spend $67 on that pack because I only need two-thirds of it, right? Well, today, this month, maybe. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, again, go watch the daggone video. But while you're here, I will tell you this one little piece of nugget from the video. These tickets are a permanent currency. Permanent. Everybody, listen to me. Ticketed events are here to stay. Player choice is here to stay. Choose your rewards is here to stay. What are we going to do with the leftovers? Great question. We're going to use them again next month. Woohoo! Oh, my God, Signetics. I can't believe it. That's preposterous. We have 52 currencies in our inventory right now that we can't use. (laughs) I don't know. I pulled that number out of my head. It might be more. Okay? It might be more. But for the time being, this is a permanent currency. All right? Uh, So if you buy the $99 pack, then sure, you're going to get to do all 39 events this month if you want. And you will have 130 tickets left over next month. Let's pretend for just a minute. Let's pretend for just a minute that next month they do the exact same daggone thing. 39 events, 13 days, and a pack with 390 tickets. Okay? Well, you're going to have 130 left over. You're going to get 130 from the battle pass. That's 260. All right? Next month, you could buy the $50 pack. (gasps) Shocker. You could save money and get the same benefit. You could still do all 39. 
and only spend 50 next month. Or, or, oh my God, how about this? Crazy. All right. What if I spend $100 next month and I got another 390 and now I'm left finishing the arc with 260 left over? Oh, that's stupid. That's stupid, DJ. But then let, let, pretend for a second. Again, all assumptions, by the way, pretend in month three. They do it again. 13 days, 39 events, 10 tickets per event. Pack has 390 in it. But guess what? You don't need a freaking pack in month three. Oh, my God. Could Scopely be implementing some type of loyalty program? Buy two, get one free. Thank you, Moxabian. Buy two, get one free. You'll have 390 tickets in month three. Now, let me be very, very careful because I asked Scopely, and I'm going to tell you this. I asked Scopely if this was the plan. Is your intent buy two, get one free? Is your intent buy one, get one half off? And here was the response, and I, I don't think this is proprietary. I'm going to share it with you. This is a, a, a thought process that we have been discussing. However, however, we're not officially going on record to say it's buy two, get one, or buy one, get one half off. We're not doing that because we are going to reiterate this program, maybe not next month, maybe not even the month after, maybe not three months after that, but we are going to reiterate this based on your feedback, based on your reaction community, my God, based on what you tell them to do, they're going to redesign it, okay? And, and so I don't want to promise you that next month you're only going to need $50. I don't want to promise you in month three that you don't need to buy a pack because what if the calendar falls differently? What if the arc next month, by the way, we looked at the calendar, okay? I told, I listen, Snake Eyes, I called this, didn't I? I called January and February for being 20-day arcs, okay? I hope 20-day arcs remain. Let me be very, very clear about that. I hope 20-day arcs remain because I don't like 24-day like arcs. And they just feel longer, okay? But my expectation is that eventually they're going to catch up time. And eventually the arcs could get extended back to 24 days, all right? But my expectation is next month will be another 20-day arc. That's my expectation based on the calendar. And, but there might be different weekdays and different weekend counts and based on the launch day and this and that and the other thing. All right. Next month, it might not be 13 days with three events. It could be 15 days with two events. <gasps> It could be 14 days with four events. Huh. All right. It can change. What if, and, and somebody brought this to me, wasn't even my idea. What if um, they said, hey, listen, we'll do one super powered event somewhere here and there where it might cost 20 tickets or 25, but the rewards will be tripled. Guys, this is all possible. This, this is a totally new realm of event design, and it has so much potential, and I love it, and I hope that you understand it enough to utilize it for your benefit. Now, Lube says, do you think that this is why we didn't get Apex this month? I don't know. To be honest with you, I expected Apex between the arcs, okay, but then... I got uh, knowledge of the Apex nodes that were going to be released, and I thought, huh, okay, they're probably going to do an Apex event during the arc because obviously they got to source the research, uh, research medals. And now we see the research medals being sourced in the ticketed events. Guys, 
it is certainly possible that Apex as we know it could be over. I'm not saying it is. I'm speculating. I don't have any knowledge. I'm I'm theorizing with you, community. Listen, if you do uh, if you do 13 of these events every single day, um, then you can earn at my level at 39, I can earn 50 research medals per day times 13 days. All right. 50 times 13. That gives me 650 for the month. All right. Now that's not quite what I was getting during the actual apex event. Okay. Granted, that's a little bit smaller. All right. It could also be, like Stevens Aaron says, a subsidy to Apex, meaning that that we'll get these events and maybe after the next arc we'll get an Apex event. All right. And this could be extra Apex medals. It could also be that they just wanted to take, you know, this before the arc off so that uh, so that they could build a little bit of hype for Apex. Maybe after this event uh, or after this arc, we get Apex between the arcs again and we get our normal amount then. And this was gravy. I don't know. I can't tell you. Okay, they they run the show. All right, and yes, uh, Fallopian, I agree. Apex events actually do give more tickets than what we're going to get through these events. I agree. I don't disagree. Okay, but now, if if uh, and this is why I hope. And by, by the way, this is why I'm going to encourage that Apex continues to iterate because it was even right. It was based on participation. Nobody could buy it. Yada yada yada. Everybody got the same amount scaling by ops. Right? There was no way to buy that event. This particular event does actually include uh, an, uh, an advantage for players who pay in their acquisition of research medals because if somebody, if I pay $100, now I'm not getting $650, now I'm getting $1,950. You see? So we don't know. And the new Apex nodes, they are pricey. Okay? So we don't know. I will try to get you an answer on that as to whether or not Apex is going to continue or if this is its replacement. But nonetheless, we're getting Apex medals now, which will allow you to continue to work on that. All right? And those Apex, those two new Apex nodes are available 35+. plus. Guys, this is the ticketed event uh, structure. This is why it works. This is why it's good. Okay? It's not without maybe a failing or two. All right? But I don't think you, I don't, I don't think you fix all that. And yes, I know. Oh, my gods! People who spend money are going to get more than me who, who's a free-to-play. Yeah, sorry. Welcome to life. Okay? Welcome to life. That is what it is. All right? <clears throat> Freshy says, we don't know that, though. They could change the rewards. Sure they can. They can do whatever they want. All right? I will see if I can get in clarification. I will see. It, but they may not want to tell me that. They may not want to tell me that week three you know, is going to have better payouts. <clears throat> Maybe, in theory, you want to save some of your early tokens. Maybe you do one today, you collect your server milestones, and you don't worry about them for the rest of week one, and you want to do free-to-play, and then you want to stack up at the end of the arc. Okay? Who knows? I have no idea. Okay? I have no idea. You do you. All right? You plan your strategy. You decide what you want to do. If you want to take the gamble that they'll improve by the end of the arc and you don't want to spend $100, then, then do it. Take that gamble. Do at least one, though. That way you can get your server milestone rewards. Okay? Do at least one. But you could save two till next week. Sure you can. But then in week three, you know, you're going to end up with extra tickets and then maybe you want to spend those doing three events per day. But then you never know when you're going to have a busy day at the office either. 
All right. So all I'm saying is, oh my God, it all comes down to this. No one shall. It all comes down to this, Hal. Player choice. You do you. Okay? You do you. Do whatever you want to do. If you want to save, if you want to take that gamble, see if it pays off. Okay? Try it. It's completely up to you. This is arguably the most, and I know it's not super strategic, but it still kind of is. This is arguably the most flexibility you've ever had with events and payouts. So try it out. All right, guys, that wraps up our first segment. I am going to take a very quick break and uh, would like to thank you guys all for being here on Talking Trek. This segment brought to you by Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. We haven't been able to talk about the Toy Posse uh, for the couple of weeks. Guys, listen, for those of you listening for the very first time, Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse uh, is an online group of toy collectors. They have old toys. They've got new toys. They've got toys that are extremely valuable, and they've got toys that are that are common and on the shelf. They got toys for days, and they buy and sell. They can help you. They're a community, just like we are here. Okay, just like we are here, they're a great group of people that'll talk to you about toys, that will help you research toys, that'll help you value toys, that will literally buy and sell toys with you and for you. And it's all online at facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse, a great group of guys. Go check them out, facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. It's my toy posse for the toy collector in all of us. Now, Snake Eyes, I was going to take a break, and I am, but I did. We haven't been on the air in 10 days. All right. Uh, We haven't been on the air in 10 days and I got one commercial that was time sensitive. So we can't use it as a legitimate commercial. But I I wanted to play it for you anyway, because I died listening to it. And it's so funny because everybody talks about this in the sports world. Uh, So I'm going to play the spot and then I'll come back after I laugh at it for a second and then we'll take our real break. But guys, this came down before the Super Bowl. Okay, this came down before the Super Bowl and I died. I really wanted to. I, I can't. I, I wish we had done a show in which I could have played it. Here, you guys listen to this. Uh, this is a spot that came through my service here. The person you have called, Tom Brady, is unavailable. Calling Tom Leave a Brady. message. Yeah, Tom. It's your old pal, Lucifer. Remember me, <laughs> Big Lou? We made a deal back in college where you sold me your soul for a bunch of Super Bowls and a supermodel wife. Anyway, give me a call back because our deal did not cover the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> we made that deal for the New England Patriots only. And if you... Yeah, your machine cut me off. Long story <laughs> short, you better call me back if you want to win this Super Bowl. Tom, Lucifer, I was welcoming some lawyers to hell and I thought you might have called. Anyway, hit me back on my office phone because I'm working all day. It's Lou again. I'm sure you're busy practicing, but if you want to win this game, you better call. Whoops. (laughs) You're calling me right now. Speak of the devil. There he goes. And he actually called, everybody. Tom Brady actually called Lucifer before the Super Bowl. You heard it here first. He had to extend the deal. Oh, my God. I heard that today. And like I said, it was on the wire from a week ago. I heard that. I died. I wanted to share it with you guys because I thought it was funny. Anyway, uh, my name is Ultimate DJs. We are going to legitimately take a break right now. You're listening to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll be back in a moment. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Central 21 Real Estate. Our eager young agents will do whatever it takes to sell you a home. From the makers of Where's Waldo comes Where's Trumpo, the children's book that's banned from Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. I don't think they like me very much. 
your kids will spend hours searching for the ex-president. Is that him in the impeachment trial? No, honey, but you're close. And they'll learn about other politicians, too. Is that him next to the elephant? That's not an elephant. That's Chris Christie. Where's Trumpo? The children's book that's winning at the polls. Is that him in the strip club with Stormy Daniels? No, that's your father. Give me that phone. The person you have called Patrick Mahomes is unavailable. Leave a message. Hey, Patrick Mahomes, it's President Biden. Look, I want to congratulate you on the really big win over the Buccaneers. I mean, wow! You guys really showed them how it's done. So, Jill and I would like to invite you to the White House for... Uh, Mr. President. What's that? Uh, Mr. President, Patrick Mahomes lost the Super Bowl to the Buccaneers. I'm afraid you're calling the wrong guy. Oh, my word. Hey, Patrick, it's President Biden. Dang it, I did it again! Ultimate DJs, welcome back to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Yes, we are. We're like a like a full service radio show, Snake Eyes. Like that's what is it? We got commercial breaks. We got a little bit of music. It's like it's very much like an actual talk show, Hal. And and you know I've had some te- uh, people tell me Hal that uh, they don't like because our content's too long, and I, I get that. I totally get it. Snake Eyes has actually been telling me to shorten it up for for some time. Our content is long, but it is long-form radio. As a matter of fact, you say that right now. Snake Eyes says, I've said this. We need to do an internet radio station. Would you guys listen to Talking Trek Radio? It'd be like like Howard Stern Radio. Like, we play some music sometimes, but then we play, like, just rebroadcast, you know, (laughs) rebroadcast previous segments and things like that. Uh, it, it'd probably be kind of fun, maybe, to do something like that. But yeah, I've, I've gotten some people that said, have said that the content's too long. That's why they don't listen. And, and that's okay. As a matter of fact, Snake Eyes and I totally know that. That's why we've invested heavily into, uh, into developing a YouTube channel and developing some shorter content. But this is, for those of you listening for the very first time, and, and for, I, I do, Snake Eyes, want to welcome 
a new Scopely Overlord, which which is cool, right? All right, we've got our overlords that have always been here, but there's a new overlord listening today. One whose who's very first time is on the show today. He's probably listening like, what the? God, he listened to the first 15 minutes. like, what the hell does this have to do with our video game? Like, why, 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 are, we, why are we working with this guy? This is stupid. Who, who's decision, whose decision was this? Right. <laughs> Pan- panic, panic, get in here. Who the hell hired this guy? <laughs> Listen, it's just a different format. It's long-form radio. This is talk radio. This is what I have my entire career in. Uh, so this is why I do it this way. If you're listening for the very first time, uh, including you, new Scopely Overlord, and, and you, brand-new listeners, thank you for being on the show. This is uh, what we do. We publish it on podcast platforms everywhere. You're everywhere, okay? You're listening to this show right now. You're listening live. It's a taping, all right? But then we push to, to iTunes, and we push to Amazon Alexa, and we push to Google Play, and we push to Spotify. Thank you, Snake Eyes. Take a look at that list. All right, that's a huge list. iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Spotify and Stitcher, CastBox, and Pandora. I didn't realize Pandora was still a thing. Is that still a thing? I guess so. <laughs> I listen to Spotify myself. Yeah, I, and we're on Spotify, okay? So it goes everywhere, but it is, it's a radio show. Crush says, I love this comment. And you know what? It's the same comment that Cobra Bites gave us here not long ago. Remember Cobra, who said he had retired from the game? Was there? Look, he's right there. He's here live right now. Had left the game for, what was it, seven months or eight months? All right. Now, obviously, he didn't come back just for me. Okay. But he came back to this show. I'm just saying, look, Crush says, Crush says, I came back. I love this show so much. I had to come back and start playing Star Trek Fleet Command again. I love it, Crush. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hal says, I don't use Spotify. Well, lucky for you, it's available on like 25 other platforms. Okay. Um, so uh, there you go. Now, Hal says, I don't use Spotify. Lucky for you, uh, or maybe not so lucky, that is exclusively where Panic is posting his, his new podcast. All right, uh, and, and you guys may have noticed. And by the way, I'm going to give him a little bit of credit here. I am going to give him a little bit of credit because in the official announcements today, uh, he posted the, his fourth episode of Commander's Hub. He posted it today at noon. Um, and get this, his topic of conversation was yesterday's arc. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you definitively and absolutely, Panic posted a podcast. Well, sorry. It's still playing in the back. Panic posted a podcast in a timely manner. How great. I, and, and by the way, I'm not being sarcastic. I'm super happy about that. I've, t- I've given him grief. Snake Eyes has witnessed the conversations. No one shell has heard me tease Panic because nobody cares about a podcast that was recorded 45 days ago. Okay. Hey, he even, he even released the news on time when the servers went down. He did news on time. We've got a podcast on time. This podcast is talking to, uh, looks like, Designer Dunzel, Designer Data, and Cowboy Kirk about the new Station Tree Research Extension, Second Builder, and, of course, the Doomsday Hostels. This went live yesterday, and he pushed it today. Daggone it. Yeah, Captain Planet. I was expecting a podcast on the Stella. <laughs> All right. So so he was very timely about it, and I'm actually very, very proud. He has whoever's on push to talk, be careful with that, please. Um, oh, it's Karnak. Karnak. 
Slim Karnak. <laughs> Karnak. All right, sorry, buddy. I got to mute you. Um, I, I, I'll tease Panic about this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. One of the Scoopley overlords just messaged me and was like, I was halfway surprised it wasn't about the Vidar. <laughs> it's funny and i've teased panic so let me let me tell you this you know i don't like to take credit i never take credit for anything but i may jokingly say that maybe our show has rubbed off on panic a little bit in in how to run a podcast maybe i don't know maybe but he he you know what this is a good one i haven't listened to it yet but i have every intention on it i i will stream it on spotify uh, so you guys can check out new Commander's Hub episode on Spotify by searching Star Trek Fleet Command and uh, check out episode four of Commander's Hub uh, exclusively on Spotify. Uh, Meow says, I bet Panic is hot. Well, uh, you don't have to go far to find out. His picture is about six or seven messages above your line. Okay, uh, so you can you can actually see Panic. That's Panic working as intended. That is your community manager, ladies and gentlemen. That is Panic. Uh, so yeah, meows. She was like, "Oh, really? Yeah, that's him. All right." And yeah, listen, he's 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 a good looking guy. Okay, he's a good looking guy. He's he's all right. He's he's a player, right? No one. He's a player. Oh my God, <laughs> crushing meows like, oh hey hey boy, look at look at crush. She's crushing right now. Look at her. She's, She's crushed. Yeah. Hey, panic. You might you might find some some international flavor somewhat interesting just saying you know maybe maybe you come over to the states one day for a scopely event maybe maybe we maybe we auction off uh a date with, with uh panic. with crush yeah there you go <laughs> uh anyway yes uh and uh ladies and gentlemen please visit our latest sponsor tinder.com slash panic stfc all right uh <laughs> very, very good um, ladies and gentlemen, let's get back into our content. We've got a few other things to get to today before uh, we get into our game and give some stuff away. By the way, I do want to say congratulations uh, to our winners of the second builder tokens that we were able to give away yesterday. Folks, you may have noticed, and, I, and just as a PSA, I do want to say this. If you have not re-registered in Spamit, then you need to go do that. I will apologize ahead of time. We had very limited time to do this. So what I did is I utilized the spam it bot. I wanted everybody to have a chance. I didn't want to have to do a stream or do another show. So we just said, hey, come in, get registered, put your name in the box, and we'll draw five winners of a second builder token. Now, some of you had messaged me because the bot wasn't recognizing you. That's because I didn't reset it. So after we did our last spam it, if you had already registered, then you were automatically in. You got slightly unfair advantage in which you didn't have to register specifically for second builder you were already in okay but we did get almost 700 people snake eyes we had almost 700 i think the final count was 681 nice job community 681 people registered for the for the contest and that was 681 unique people all right um, so thank you so very much for registering. Thank you uh, for doing that. I really, really do appreciate it. Uh, rude dude. Dude, I already turned yours in. I already sent it. I'm pretty sure it's going to get credited, man. I, did you already buy it? If you already bought it, then I don't know. Yeah, I already sent it in. I, I, I wanted to do it really quick. 
All right. And so, by the way, I, I do want to very quickly just acknowledge our winners um, for the Spam It contest. And actually, I was really pleased to see that uh, at least a few of them are listeners of this show. So thank you guys so very, very much for uh, for doing that. We we shut it down last night. Let me see if I can find. Oh, goodness. Oh, in Spam It. Let me let me do that. I want to read the winners real quick in Spam It. <clears throat> oh, boy. There's a lot here <laughs> uh, where we reset it. Everyone, everyone started going uh, and getting re-registered. Let me find it here real quick because I want to read the winners uh, and get their names out there and congratulate them and thank them for, uh, for coming in and, and registering. So yesterday, here we go, here we go. Yesterday, yes, there were 681 Snake Eyes, and our winners were Sunny, uh, Rude Dude, uh, here we go. Sunny, rude dude, dark dominion, the professor, who's a gold patron on the show. Thank you. And potato salad. These were the five winners of the second builder token for free. Yes, you have won a whopping five dollar value from Talking Trek. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Actually, I joke. We were on No One Shell's stream yesterday when Scopely authorized and green lighted the giveaway for second builder. And no one, it was on your stream that somebody said, uh, well, what if we already bought it? And I very graciously took it upon myself to offer a substitution of a $5, oh, I, a $5 shield pack. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, if, I, you, if you don't want it, rude dude, I'll substitute it for a $5 shield pack and we'll give it to somebody else. <laughs> kidding. I've already turned yours in. Anyway, uh, that's what it was. So congratulations to those tomorrow. players. Uh, yeah, congratulations to those winners. Appreciate that. Uh, so we've talked about the server milestones. We've talked about the ticketed events. Uh, let's spend just a couple of minutes and talk about these worms real quick. Uh, Ten new systems. Now, folks, again, I've, I've talked to you about how this arc is engineered in a very detailed way. All right. There are 15 systems for the worms. Fifteen. Now, only 10 of them appear to be being used this month. Okay, 10 of them appear to be used this month. Seven of them are just open systems. Okay, open systems. And three of them are gated by uh, by doomsday transwarp cells. Now, to get the doomsday transwarp cells, you will be able to earn them possibly by doing ticketed events. And when I say doing ticketed events, I mean getting those horn looking things. That is your TOS currency, by the way. All right, you're earning the horns or salvage. They're calling it worm salvage. All right, uh, then you earn those horns in the ticketed events. Then you come over to the TOS recruit chest. The TOS recruit chest uh, is going to take these salvage, take these horns, and uh, and give you out some shards. All right. Now, again, those of you who watched the video this morning, you're going to see exactly how that gets paid out. There is percentages for everything, and you're guaranteed some currency, but you're not guaranteed that token. Okay, uh, that transwarp token. Which, by the way, I believe. Hey, can somebody ops 42 or plus confirm for me that your TOS recruit chest is giving an elite transwarp cell? Because I think that that was separated by ops. I think 41 and down are getting a normal transwarp cell, and then 42 and plus don't have access to the normal transwarp cell, so you can't get it. 
and you're getting just the elite. Now, I know that some people have complained about this in the past. Yep, there it is. Thank you. There's an elite Transwarp cell from Raxnar's account. All right. Now, I know Vita would be very loud about this, but that means I can't explore that system. Yes, yes, you're going to have another Borg-type system here that you cannot explore. If you're 42+, plus, then you've got two systems that you cannot explore. You cannot see into and you cannot unlock. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. It's it's just like the Borg things where you had the, the uncommon and the rare and the and the epic transwarp cells. But folks, these two transwarp cells are going to get you access to two different systems. All right. So you uh, 41 and down, 41 and down, you've got access to two gated systems and 42 plus you have access to one. All right. Now, these systems, if you look in your news center, okay, again, this is all tied together very intricately. If you look in the news center, all right, in the TOS part two slash doomsday, where all of our events are, I want you to come down and I want you to take a look at doomsday onslaught. Doomsday onslaught. Folks, we're going to get uh, this event. This is a 32 plus solo leaderboard. Now, I, I am somewhat curious that it is only 32 plus last month's pve pvp event was like i think 15 plus okay so i'm a little confused on that i haven't had a chance to ask them their thought process on that okay but 32 plus are going to get a pvp event now what's great uh or i guess great ish okay uh is that there's there's two systems okay uh, oh, oh, was it 20 plus? Yeah, it was 20 plus last month, and this month it's 32. And like I said, I haven't had an opportunity to, to, to query them on that. I will, and I'll see if I can get an answer for you. But, but in the meantime, for if you're 20 through 31, I'm sorry. This one is not for you this time, okay? Uh, but 32 plus is going to have a solo leaderboard, a leaderboard for Doomsday Onslaught. Now, folks, this is what's so incredibly important. All right. And and I said this in the cars episode yesterday. People hear me. Do not go and explore these systems. If you get a transwarp cell from your TOS recruit chest, bank it. Save it. If you waste one right now to go and unlock these systems, then you've wasted a cell. Because here's how Onslaught is going to work, all right? First of all, it's weekends. Between now and the 28th, folks, that means one, two, three, four, five, six days. Six days. Now, I don't know if this is going to be a two-day solo leaderboard. My guess is probably. My guess is probably a 48-hour, and we're going to see it three times. That's my guess, okay? But the seven systems that are unlocked... You can go there and score points in Onslaught through PvE by damaging Doomsday Worms or killing Doomsday Worms, okay? One point per, all right? Assuming. I, I don't know if it's going to be the same. Really, foe? You're foe, you're listening live, and you tap my base. You know I'm in game. I'm, liter I'm, I'm reading stuff out of the game, you silly goose. <laughs> Foe is, is listening right now. He's, yeah, he's checking my shield that wasn't up because I was in the game. All right, anyway, uh, <laughs> now I got to go back into the news center and find it because I had to go out to throw a shield. Anyway, um, <laughs> here you go. So we're going to presumably have six total days of this. All right, six total days of onslaught. And again, I don't know, but I am assuming that it's going to be three. 48 mile uh, 48 hour milestones okay don't know for sure but that's my assumption um you will and that's score only 32 plus you said 32 so. plus 
32 well, plus. It, it is a little disappointing, actually. You know, it is a little disappointing, and I don't know the mindset on that. Like I said, I'll see if I can get so you So what do answer. I do with my transwarp cells or whatever? Do I just well, I don't care now? I'll, I mean, hang on I to them. I go visit the place because it doesn't matter for me. I don't know. I, listen, I don't, I don't know that I would do that yet. I don't know that I would do that yet because because we we maybe we can impact this iteration. I don't know. I wouldn't waste them, okay? Because listen, if anything, we know that things are uh, things are subject to change in this game, okay? Lord Neelix says that Ops Twenty Seven though I can't even get the Transwarp cell, okay? Oh, by the hang on, Lord Neelix, maybe you don't get the Transwarp cells in the ticketed events. You're getting salvage the horns, and then you use those horns in your TOS recruit chest. So check your TOS recruit chest and see if you have cells there, okay? Now, even Moxavian says save them. I likely won't go this weekend uh, and maybe just have more for the second and third weekends, okay? Because here's the thing. It's going to happen three times, folks. Three times. And by the way, 27s are getting the cells. And further, we also know that events are locked at based when you score your first point, when an event goes live. Listen, if you're a 31 and you're close, okay, maybe you're a 30. Think about this. Here, let's tie two different events together, okay? Maybe you're a 30, okay, and you're sitting on a stash and you're ready to go. Guess what? Starting two days from now, February 12th through 14th, level 20 plus are going to get a recruit TOS Kirk auction. And by the way, I have confirmed that those brackets are the same as they were last arc. So if you're 30 and you got enough goodies to push to 32, you can do that in time and still be able to get to the Doomsday Onslaught event, uh, not for this weekend, but for the weekend after, okay? If the, if the auction starts, actually, you could, you could. If the auction starts on the 12th, that's Friday, Okay, if you can get to Ops 32 before noon Eastern on Saturday, then you'll get to play. Okay, then you'll get to play. Now, Crush says Swarm will be hell. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, you're 34, ready to go to 35, but Swarm will be hell. I get that. Swarm is tough if, if you're not quite ready there with your Franklin. Uh, but, but back to this point, all right? You could, you could utilize two events. You could use the Recruit TOS Kirk event, all right, to do some base leveling and get yourself ready for Onslaught that comes Saturday. Now, here's my point with the cells. Here's why I wouldn't waste them, Karkin, okay? I wouldn't waste them because you can do PvE in the seven open systems. You can do PvP or PvE, just like last month, in the, the, uh, the Transwarp systems, okay? Now, to, to do your PvE in the Transwarp system, you can still go there. Okay, you can still go there and do your PvE for bonus points on the worms. And then you can also go there for PvP. Now, if you're like me, all right, I can fly into a PvP system. And depending on who's there, FYI, some strategy here, maybe don't fly in at noon Eastern because that's when everybody flies in. All right. Then maybe you use a little bit of strategy in deciding when to go. You can't trade kills because you're going to be transwarp cell gated and it's a leaderboard. Okay. By the way, my understanding is that this is going to be relatively tightly bracketed, but I haven't seen them. I haven't seen the brackets, so don't hold me to it. But my understanding is this is going to be relatively tightly bracketed, even though 32 to 41 will be in the same system. Now, Chick says, but you have to have gone there first to see who's there. I don't disagree, but I think you can safely bet, Chick, that at noon Eastern on Saturday, 
several people are going to go there right away. Okay, several people are going to go there right away. That's that's usually how it happens. Okay, and usually it's the larger players. Now, in this case, it's 41 and down for us. 41 and down. Now, if you're a level 40 or 41 and you're you're at the top of your game, you're a strong 41 and you know you're not going to have any problems against 39s and 36s and 33s, then hey, go ahead and fly in at noon Eastern. Wait and pick them off as they come in. All right? But that's the player I'm trying to avoid. <laughs> that 41 with the 6 million or the 7 million jelly, that's who I'm trying to avoid, ladies and gentlemen. That's who I want to stay away from. All right. LMNOP says, uh, LMNOP says noon Friday. No, 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 no. This is weekends between February 10th and 28th. Okay. Weekends. Now, to me, the weekend is defined of Saturday, Sunday. I guess it could be Friday, Saturday, but no, I don't know. No, no, no. I'll tell you why that can't be. Because the ticketed events run weekdays and they run on Friday. Okay. They, yeah. The ticketed events run on Fridays and they are weekdays. What are you saying? You can already see the PVE event? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's posted. I posted it earlier. Oh, dang on. I see it. Okay, yeah, there yeah. it is. Starts in one day and 20 hours. So let's see, 20 hours puts us to Thursday. So yeah, it starts Friday at noon. Okay, that's... Wow, look at those deal payouts. Dang! Oh, look at the uh, four-star. Okay, I'm a 39, and I have a chance of getting epic refined gas. That's never You think I'm not going to be living in both systems? I'm going to be living in those systems. Wow. Okay, well, then dag on. Hmm. That throws me off a little bit. So it starts Friday. But, I mean, I obviously we're going to see, does that mean we're going to see ticketed events on Sunday into Monday then? I don't know. I guess we're just going to have to see how it plays out. I honestly don't know. I can't TJ, tell you. Don't forget, you got the uh, Valentine's Day stuff this weekend. Too. Oh, my God. Yeah. Thank you, Rev. Yes, that. That's yeah, very I forgot about that. So, yeah, on the 14th, we've got a whole new event. Now, uh, I'll have a video coming on this event uh, that will give you the details. But uh, there is a 48-hour Valentine's Day event followed by, get this, followed by a 72-hour Valentine's Day event store, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, now I'm going to give you some. Uh, I'll give you some overview. I'm not going to give you all the details just yet. Okay, but here's how it's going to happen. All right, and and by the way, thank you for the reminder. Even Scopely asked me to push that today, and I, com- I completely forgot. Um, uh, let's see here. Let me. I got to find my notes. I wrote notes, 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 notes. All right, Valentine's Day event. Okay, they are doing a ticketed style Valentine's Day event, very similar. Now the tickets will be different. These are going to be love tickets. All right, they're going to have pretty little hearts and they're going to smell nice. Okay, uh, we are going to have a Valentine's Day event with uh, these Valentine's Day tickets, and just like the ticketed events that are running right now. Okay, you're going to have three event options. It's very much the same as it as the ticketed events that we see right now, okay? Three solo milestone options, one ticket per day will be sourced for free, and you will have the option to purchase additional tickets. This is just two days, okay? Two days, 24-hour solo milestones. 
You're going to have a total of six total events available to you. Two of them will be provided for free. You'll be able to buy the other four tickets. And after, um, uh, and, and so you got the solo milestones. By the way, the solo milestones are going to give you credits towards an alliance leaderboard. All right. The alliance leaderboard is 48 hours. And then based on your ranking as an alliance, you're going to get event store loot. Okay. Now, this love loot, that's what I'm going to call it, love loot. This love loot is going to be available to be redeemed in a 72-hour event store, all right, where you can get, now this is great. I love this. And by the way, I want to shout out, I know that she's not listening right now, and I also know that she has, uh, I have invited her to the show. I invited her to the show so that she could actually demo this. No one shell. You know who I'm talking about. I, yes. um, I invited her to the show to actually, you know, p- explain her event. Uh, I will say this, and I think that this is great, and, and I love to see Scopely moving in this direction. This is her very first event, okay? It's going to be a fun one. It's a cute event, and this is her very first one. She wrote it. She designed it. Um, she, this is her very first one that she's ever done without training wheels. I, I, I teased her about that. She said it to me. She's like, this is my very first one I've ever done. So, uh, th- it's really cute. And I think she did a very, very good job because the Alliance leaderboard then rankings are going to give you, uh, love loot. Okay. Love loot. And, and blue Mandalorian, you say tip for first event, make it very rewarding and everyone will love it. My understanding, no one shall is that this is going to be decently rewarding. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, my understanding is that this is gonna pay pretty daggone good. So if you guys want to score some love loot, all right, then the Valentine's Day event's coming. The Valentine's Day event store is going to allow you to redeem the currency earned from the Alliance leaderboard, and will pay out in four distinct categories. You're gonna have four bundles to choose from. All right. Now I do not know. If it's going to be limit one, kind of like cow or apex, or or I don't even know how much loot you're going to get. All right, I don't know if you have to choose one or two of these bundles. We haven't seen that structure yet. However, here are the four categories, and and I like it. And and three of the categories are very straightforward. One category are faction bundles, including officer XP, ultra recruit tokens, which the community has so desperately been wanting. Uh, ultra recruit tokens, officer XP, and faction credits, be it uh, Federation, Klingon, Romulan, or Independent. Um, sorry. Messaging a death. <laughs> um, so that that is uh, one bundle, okay? The second bundle, resource and material, very much like we've always seen. Uh, steel and ore, right? They usually go hand in hand. Trident crystal or dilithium and gas. We got that. All right. So that's a second one. The third one is called love is futile. What do you think that pack's going to include? No one shell. Love Uh-oh. is futile. It's going to contain Borg materials. You got it. Yeah, you got it. All right. Active nanoprobes, ladies and gentlemen. Active nanoprobes, independent credits, uh, potentially even speed-ups and reload tokens. All right. Love is futile. And this right here, this is my absolute favorite category. And this is why I want this particular, uh, I want this particular dev on the show. All right. Because this is the cutest one. All right. This is the most creative piece of the entire event. The event uh, category 
Love wins. Love wins. Because inside this chest, all right, are eight couples inside of Star Trek. <laughs> all right. All happy I got, oh, I got tickled at this, okay? Um, I got tickled. There are eight couples. I know, bird like I says, gag me. Uh, there are eight couples, two <laughs> officers that are paired together, and if you choose this chest, then you get shards for them, okay? You get, I don't know what the numbers are going to be, probably, probably dependent on the rarity of the card, of course, uh, but you'll get shards for each of these two lovers, all right? Now, I want to, I am going to promote a little bit more detail than maybe I should, but I am going to tell you, mm-hmm. I am going to tell you, uh, I, I do want to tell you guys this, I... Uh, as No One Shell did, got advanced knowledge of how they were going to source Kirk and Spock this month. And I'm not going to tell you what it was, okay? So no one, we're not going to do that. But I will tell you this, No One Shell. Isn't it in the news center? Uh, no, no, hang on. <laughs> you always jump ahead. Listen, we got, an, we got an advanced copy of how Kirk and Spock were going to be sourced this arc. Uh, Kirk, TOS Kirk, TOS Spock. Hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. TOS Kirk and TOS Spock, the two epics, okay? We got advanced knowledge of how they were going to be sourced. And I'll say this, myself, No One Shell, Karnak, even Ripper and Fartasia, okay? Fortis, all of us, we were unanimous. We said, oh gosh, ooh, ah, that's not a good idea. Didn't we? No one. We said, ooh, we may want to rethink that, (laughs) okay? Mm -hmm. We may want to rethink that. And, oh my God, so pleased that they did shout out overlords because not only not only did they increase the sourcing uh mm-hmm. now you see him in a tos recruit chest i guess it can Which be a, he wasn't i guess be i was gonna say i guess you can assume that he wasn't gonna be there all right he's in the recruit chest um we, of course we've got the auctions and ladies and gentlemen oh sad day for spock because oddly this is weird to me but oddly TOS Kirk and TOS Uhura are the power love couple in the love wins pair. Okay, TOS Kirk and TOS Uhura. Now, I asked the question. No one, you heard me ask. I asked the question, why William Shatner and Nichelle Nichols? I didn't understand it because they never, they never had a thing. And you know what? I, I, you know, not that, I don't think that this game gets political very often. But I will shout them out. Well, they had the episode that they made out. That's it. And you're absolutely right, Karkin. It was to celebrate uh, the world's first televised interracial kiss. And that's why. TOS Uhura and TOS Kirk will be sourced. (coughs) Excuse me, I'm coughing. (coughs) And they were never... Hang on, meows. Hang on, meows. Okay? TOS Kirk... But that was because of a drug. TOS Kirk and TOS Uhura... Uh, shared the first interracial kiss on television, and that is why Scopely chose to promote that love couple in this area of the gotcha, uh, that love couple to to acknowledge and recognize that that achievement for Gene Roddenberry and Star Trek at that time. Okay, so uh, I, I think that that is absolutely absolutely and and Blokemon. I know, I'm here. You, he says. Technically, DJ, that's not actually true. We went through this, and we did. It actually was not technically the first interracial kiss on television. As a matter of fact, okay, as a matter of fact, it, uh, it was not the first interracial kiss on television, but it was the biggest one. 
It was the biggest one. It made the most headlines. It, w- it reached the world because everybody loved Star Trek. Okay? So, you got TOS Kirk and TOS Uhura. Thank you. Nothing better to do. He said, don't forget about Discovery Officers, Stamets and Culber. All right? They're in there, too. They're a love couple in the Love Wins Gotcha. Culber and Stamets are there. Okay? Yes. Spoilers. All right, Stamets and Culber, you can earn shards for them. And yes, I'm not going to give you all of them. I'm not going to give you all of them. Uh, but I am going to joke and say yes, even for the younger players in the game, no one shall. Ladies and gentlemen, the love gotcha, the love wins, these pair of officers, these sexy animals. Yes, features Cadet Kirk and Gala. <laughs> Cadet Kirk and Gala are in there as well. All right. So uh, it's very, very cute. And uh, and I think it's I think it's designed super well. Of course, I love the ticket uh, the the ticket component of it. Uh, I love the fact that again you get to choose your rewards. All right, but for me, no one shall. The cutest part of this entire event, the cutest part of this entire event, is the love wins officer pairs. Okay, it's cute. It's playful. It's very very cute. So I'm super excited to promote that for you guys. That comes up on um uh dag on at the news center was it 13th and 14th or 14th 15th i gotta go back to 13th the news and 14th i believe thank you very much that'll be 13th and 14th at event reset uh you guys will have a chance to do some additional ticketed events and yes just fyi just fyi you will have an opportunity to buy tickets there too okay so before anybody gets all bent out of shape about it uh there will be two source for free and uh, you'll be able to buy four more all right, but you get an event store, so it should be fun. And by the way, ju- and again, again, I point out, even with this one, folks, okay, there will be a few extra rewards. They got to do extra events. They got to grind it out. You can't buy this event. And even for the event store, you can't buy it outright because the event store loot is coming from the Alliance leaderboard. All right. So arguably, yes, if you've got an alliance of heavy spenders, they're probably going to do better. But if you've got one spender or one whale or whatever on a random alliance, he's not going to be able to carry the whole team. The whole team is going to have to step up. The whole team is going to have to step up and do their part. Okay. So uh, that's a lot of fun. And that is coming with the Valentine's Day event. And again, shout out to the brand new, the brand new. Uh, writer, creator of this event, um, I think you did a fantastic job. I think it is so cute. I told her this in the call. I said, this is cute. It's, it's good. It's cute. And I love the creativity. I said this last month. I, I love the creativity with scrambled communication. I love the creativity with the ticketed events. And I certainly love the creativity in this uh, Valentine's Day event. Okay, it's it's just cute. It's not meant to be game changing. Okay, it's not meant to be game breaking. It's just cute. And I think you did a great job and I can't wait to play it. All right. Congratulations to you on your first event. I can't wait to play it. Um, All right. Let's see on our checklist. I think we're about done. We talked about the worms. Uh, thank you, Cobra. <laughs> you're cute, too. Uh, we talked about the worms and uh, just the fact that uh, where you're going to get them, how you're going to use the transwarp cells to get in there and maybe do worms, maybe do PvP. There you go. Okay, so there's your worms. By the way, nice creativity on the worms themselves. I think the artwork is 
slightly disturbing, but still good. Okay, I, I thought it was weird that they got three heads full of sharp teeth. It, it didn't even remind me of the Doomsday Machine. It reminds me of something from like Tremors. You know, the worms that oh, yeah. come yeah. out of the, yeah, uh, the, the mouth and those teeth. All right. Uh, very much like Tremors. But nonetheless, um, uh, very, very cool artwork. In, in case you haven't done this yet, zoom in on one in space and, and it's, fly, it, it's r- wiggling. It's writhing. It, it, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, okay. Tony Rome. That's what it does in the system. It, it just, it wiggles and, and it's weird and, and gross, <laughs> but it but it's cool. I like the artwork. I do like the animation. All right. Uh, I joked. I did joke with one of the developers, no one, because if you kill a worm, I don't know if you happen to zoom in on it. If you kill a worm, it still explodes into a saucer section and nacelles. Uh, <laughs> if, if anybody noticed that, yeah, it's because they eat it. That's exactly right. Uh, but yeah, the worm when it when it's defeated still explodes into nacelles in a saucer section. But nonetheless, uh, a very cool little animation, and again, just uh, just kind of cool. All right, very very good. Uh, any other questions? We'll do a community Q and A blast coming up. We're almost out of time, and we've got to play a new game today. Well, not a new game, but one of our newer games for uh, some giveaways and a lot of fun. Anybody have any questions about the arc so far? Uh, I'll give you about three or four minutes. Uh, Dune, shout out. What's up, rude dude? Uh, real quick, two or three minutes, maybe four, on questions surrounding Arc 2, if I can answer them. Or maybe, no one, should we wait? Should we just put it in the community Q&A blast? I tell you what. Matter. I tell no you what, guys. Let, let's, let's save some time. Let's save some time, and uh, we'll go ahead and take a break. You guys use the Talking Trek chat room right now to go ahead and begin accumulating your questions be it for Arc 2 or otherwise. You guys know I like some of the silly ones in there too, okay? So have some fun. Get your questions in. The five-minute community Q&A blast is coming up right after this break. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll return in a moment. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Office Cheapo. The Office Supply Superstore with great bargains straight from Guatemala. Thank you for calling the COVID vaccine hotline. Press 1 to see if you're eligible to make an appointment. Okay. If you are over 75 and a Virgo, press 1. Huh? If you are over 75 and not a Virgo, press 2. What? If you are under 75, have seen the movie Titanic, press 3. Oh, that was a great movie. But only if you are not a Virgo. If you are under 75, have not seen Titanic, press 4, but only if you are a Virgo. What? If you believe Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone, are over 75, have not seen Titanic, and are a Virgo, press 5. Okay. If you believe the internet dress was white and gold, press 6. serious? But only if you're under 75, believe Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone, and are not a Virgo. If you believe the internet dress was black and blue, press 7. But only if you've seen Titanic, aren't a Virgo, believe Lee Harvey Oswald had help, and are over 75. Sorry, that prompt is not valid. Sorry, that prompt. Sorry, all appointments are currently booked. Please call back again later. If you're looking to save bigly on a used car, get on down to Trump Motors, the used car dealership that treats you like an ex-president. Hello, everyone. Trump Motors will not be undersold on cars, trucks, or government SUVs. At a certain point, you got to make deals. We'll pay top dollar for your trade-in. Nobody knows more about trade than me. Other dealers charge you thousands in taxes, but Trump Motors doesn't pay taxes, so you won't either. I understand the tax laws better than almost anyone. Bad credit, no credit, no problem. We'll forgive all of your outstanding debts. I 
don't hold grudges against anybody. So don't be stupid and buy a car from the haters and losers. Get on down to Trump Motors, where we'll treat you like a stable genius, whether you are or not. I love the poorly educated. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Love it. Welcome to the show. Valentine's Day is around the corner. What are you guys doing? Oh, yeah. Valentine's Day is almost here. As a matter of fact, a matter of fact, we've got a show scheduled for, oh, my gosh, Snake Eyes. We're doing a show on Valentine's Day. Oh my gosh, I got to check my flight. I got to remember. <laughs> we just talked about that. That's why I'm going on a Valentine's Day date tonight. I'm going to have to double check. I I think, who? I'm going to have to double check my schedule. I think that I can do a show on the 14th, maybe, Snake Eyes. I, I think so, but I'm going to have to double check because that was when I was going to Dayton for the Ford conference. So I'm going to have to double check on that, okay? Uh, we'll leave that one up in the air. We should have. Hopefully, we'll have a show on Sunday the 14th, okay? That's what I hope, uh, and, and we'll see. I, I can't say 1,000%. We'll, we'll have to – Snake Eye says, day off, maybe. Uh, yeah, Crush, uh, Mrs. DJs is not very happy about that, but that's why we're going on our Valentine's Day date tonight. Sushi and beer, that's what we're doing. Uh, so, yeah, talking in hotels with DJ, not with those damn AirPods. I'll tell you that for sure, okay? <laughs> not not with those ones. And right. that beat out flowers and handcuffs. <laughs> I, I, I can't see that. That's right. Yes, my wife. Okay, now, flowers, handcuffs, yes. Now, there is one thing that my wife does love, and I have gotten it for her every single year. It's, it's kind of become a, I don't want to say a tradition, but almost a staple now. Uh, and I don't mean to, to advertise, but I'm telling you, if you guys have never done this, I know Snake Eyes, if you, if you guys have never tried these, um, there is a chocolate-covered strawberry from Sherry's Berries. And I know you've heard the advertisements because that's how I heard of them the very first time, and I will absolutely be sending them a bill. As much money as they spend on radio and TV, okay? That's right, and no one shall. You know what? Guess what? I hate Stevensinger.com. Uh, I learned about them from the Howard Stern Show, and yes, I even got her one of those gold-dipped roses that one year, too. 
So I did with my ex-wife at one point too. Yeah, we've got one of those in the house. But yeah, Sherry's Berries makes a great strawberry, uh, and and they're big. They're huge strawberries. So uh, I usually buy her a dozen of those. She loves them. She's like, listen, I don't want anything else. Nothing else. We'll go to dinner. We'll do some sushi and beer. And I want chocolate-covered strawberries from Sherry's Berries. That's all she ever wants. Man, I got the greatest wife. Okay? I got the greatest wife. She doesn't want, like, expensive do-nothing gifts. She wants sushi, which I love. She wants beer. That's good. And she wants chocolate-covered strawberries, which are not expensive. So uh, there you go. Wham, that is... (laughs) He just posted a, a picture of a junkyard. And says, is that where you're going for your Ford conference? You're terrible, sir. Uh, but very, no, but not all rusty. Very, very funny. Uh, that is funny. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're running out of time. Community Q&A blast. Five minutes. Here's what we do. All right. I set a timer for five minutes. It plays in the background. I quickly try to get to as many questions as possible. I'll try to get to as many questions as I can by reading them quickly, answering them quickly. Don't expect a big uh, explanation, okay? I'm going to try to answer them quickly and get to as many as I can. We call it the community Q&A blast. Don't ask me questions you know I can't answer uh, because I'll just either skip it or I'll waste time by reading it and saying I don't know, all right? But if it's a question that I can't answer, then give it to me and we will do it with this community Q&A blast. You guys get your questions in the Talking Trek chat room right now. Community Q&A blast kicking off here in just a second and afterwards we'll play our game and we'll make somebody a winner and we'll get the heck on out of here. Snake Eyes, you ready to go? Uh, no, I'm reading back. I'm reading back to before the commercial break, Ariana. So I, I have. That's why I tell you guys get your questions in. That way I can get through them really, really quick. All right, ladies and gentlemen, community Q and A blast. Here we go. Five minutes are on the clock. Let's begin. Aries says, "When the hell are they going to make Lorca available?" Well, probably not for a few months. Okay, Lorca is an epic. He'll probably eventually make his way into uh, the epic. Uh, recruit ultra recruit chest or transporter patterns we don't know uh rude dude says dupont and mackinan shards actually a very good question we raised this because we didn't see them in this arc uh hopefully we see them source coming up soon housekeeping says what's your favorite beer people are gonna hate me for this but my favorite beer is Coors light arguably quote unquote blah 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 it's not a real beer blah, blah, blah. mlnop says uh acc rare cores ever getting created yes eventually um Empty Calories says, how long till the TNG arc? I can't answer that. All I can say is, Thune. Galvez says, ability to repair more than one ship at a time. Thune. All right. Second Builder is an example of an iteration into second items. And uh, we have already received confirmation that Second Researcher is coming as well. All right. 60 seconds are up. Here we go. Uh, Captain Taylor says, why Ultimate DJs and not Ultimate DJs with an E? This is my AOL screen name from when I was like 10 years old. And the E was not available. So I did it without the E. It was available, and I've used it ever since. Uh, Crush says, when will they ever have a search function or alphabetize the officers? Listen, it took us a year to get them sorted by statistics. I am not holding out any hope for any soon uh, alphabetization. Alphabetization. Can't say that. Silent Stabber says, service is being rotated, not at this time. Aries says, are they returning the burn since they uh, fixed G4 repair costs? Buddy, I have pushed that. Now, Panic said in the Q&A that they were not going to make changes. I promise I will continue to advocate for this, okay? And I did even as early as yesterday. I, 
I said in the beginning that that burning should be returned when you did a G4 repair reduction, that they went synonymously. And I don't think that the whales had a major problem as a collective community with the Rialta burn logistically as much as it was just the cost. Well, the cost is down. By the way, still high, still high, but arguably significantly better. But I am continuing to advocate for that, okay? Uh, So anyway, uh, Crazy says, who is your Star Trek Valentine? And give three reasons why it's Galron. Well, he's got great ridges. Um, he's very strong, and um, and he gets what he wants. All right. Doc Holiday says server mergers, no updates. Okay. Ray Ray says what level lock is the new ship going to be? I don't know anything about a new ship. I do expect a new ship, but they haven't given me any information, and I've got no confirmation for you on a new ship. Um, Cobra says what does Scopely mean by perform a service in the Arc Two missions? Uh, I believe that means to mine something or to perform a service for the people in the mission. So mine something or pay mine or mine. Okay, thank you. Mine or there you go. Data system says who would win between a worm and a Borg probe? I think the Borg probe would win. I think the Borg probe would win. No, Uh, you know what? Hold on. I'm going to take I'm going to take a timeout. All right. We'll we'll come back to it just like we do our yes or no game. I'm going to say that the Borg probe would win and I'll tell you why. Uh, the Borg would probably uh, try to assimilate the worm, okay, first of all. But second of all, if we go back, let's incorporate a little bit of canon, all right? The hull of the Doomsday Machine was impenetrable. Phasers didn't help it. Torpedoes didn't help it. The only way that it was able to be killed was by Kirk taking Commodore Decker's ship, the Constellation, and suiciding it down its throat, all right? That was the only way to kill it was from the inside out. So the Borg probe arguably wouldn't necessarily be able to assimilate the worm on the outside. But here's why I think that it could. Because if the Enterprise and the Constellation could not go through, that's right, disable, not kill, because it was a machine. If they were not able to penetrate the hull, but our ships, our Enterprises, our augers, our Mayflowers even, are able to kill these worms, then they're not impenetrable. Therefore, they've got a gushy outside because they're worms. Therefore, the Borgs could assimilate them. That is my answer. No one? Do you, do you want to try uh-huh. to counter that? Because good luck. Oh, no. I'm good. <laughs> well, DJ. Okay, Rev, go uh, ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I'm, yeah. I'm not countering. I'm simply adding that if you watch Voyager, the Borg have no knowledge of the existence of Neutronium yet. So they would have never faced it, thus they don't know how to assimilate it yet. Ooh. True. Ooh. Well, the original Doomsday Machine, though. But if you got it in front of a worm, all right, the worms are arguably a little squishier, okay? And the worms were probably not made of neutronium since we're able to kill them. Just saying. Maybe. Yeah, we're in a video game. <laughs> yeah, let's let's really think about it. Okay, we've got uh, two minutes left. <laughs> two minutes left. Here we go. Uh, Silent Stabber is the next ship going to be the Constellation. I don't know. Uh, Crush says, will there be a Borg worm? Doubtful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nothing better to do says, DJ, do you work for Trump Motors? I do not. Um, <laughs> God, it's killing me. You guys are now just wasting time. Uh, Doc Holiday says, since we're getting into G5, can we lower the cost of G3? Well, arguably, G3 is getting better. Uh, Obviously, now we're seeing G4 get better, but we have now seen the introduction of G5 materials. Here's why I don't think we're getting into G5 anytime soon, though, is we've had four-star materials long before four-star ships came out. So if we're seeing G5 uncommon for primes now, then obviously it's in their radar, but probably still a long ways off. Okay? Uh, There you go. 
Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Okay, Meow says, if we want to do all ticketed events, do we need to buy one pack? Is it the $100 US pack? And is there a total amount of tickets required for all ticketed missions in the ARC and the amount of tickets for free-to-play calculated yet? Oh, my goodness. Yes. All right, Meows, quickly. Yes, a $100 pack will get you 100% of all events possible in this arc. That total is 390 tickets, but 130 will be given in the battle pass for free. So if you spend $100, you're still going to have 130 left over, and that is what the free-to-play get is 130. Whew. Okay. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Are they aware of a new glitch where our modest screen hourglass is to load, and when you click on the pin, it never populates or populates a blank screen? Uh, yes, indeed. I am completely aware of that marketing tactic. Uh, let me see if I can find it very quickly. Uh, no one shell and I were putting up bids on that screen. Where did it go? <laughs> I got mine. Wait, go ahead. Go ahead and put yours up. We were putting up bids I got it, I got it. on the screen in the official Discord. Where's mine? I can't even find mine. I know I'm wasting time. I'm sorry. Snake Eyes, where's mine? I can't find it. Did you delete it because it was so horribly made? Here, I have another copy. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, to answer your question, this is what is happening. Arian, it's not a bug. They're just getting ready to start selling advertising space there, okay? Uh, Crazy says, are there any plans... I'm, I'm joking about the ads. Crazy says, are there any plans that cater to mid-30s? 20s and 40s have gotten love recently with new research, but the 30s feel a little bit stagnant. You know, I'd argue with you with that, Crazy. The Vidar is a huge piece of progression in the 30s. I mean, you need faction credits for ships. You need independent credits for officers. You need faction credits for officers. I would argue that, uh, and if your Franklin wasn't max, I mean, just because the research opened at 25 doesn't mean a lot of its impact isn't felt into the 30s, okay? That's that's my opinion. I think that that research was uh, kind of all the way up to and including some of the low to mid-30s. Um, let's see. What else do we have? Is that about it? Talking in planes, Gloria Jones, a day off. I'm trying to find more. We may we may be done. Is that it? You guys have more questions? When will they start to rotate services? I think I already answered that. I have no answer uh, on that yet. Um, who would win between Swarm and Worms? Now you guys are just being silly. Am I in trouble for leaking Doomadas? <gasps> I didn't leak Doomadas. I didn't say anything about Doomadas. I don't even know. I mean, I think I think that's coming. I, I mean, I don't see any reason. No, you did. I don't see any reason why I wouldn't. I said it the other day. Um, when I say love, you mean it at the end of your YouTube videos. Do I really mean it? Absolutely, I do. You guys are the best. Um, wow, I must be really behind. You guys are commenting now on my on my core's light. <laughs> uh, Wham says, "Why does the new space debris frame look like a poop frame?" I mean, poop could be space debris, but come on. Um, it's worm stuff. It, it, maybe, I guess. Is uh, is is Cosmic Cleanup out right now? It's no. not. So what are you talking about? What space debris? Is there a frame somewhere? Yeah, it's for the um, the prime one for the for the forty plus one for the prime research. Oh, okay. You do all four of them. I uh, got gotcha. you. That's why I haven't seen it. Okay, sorry, haven't seen it. Um, I'll post it in a minute. Yeah, you're right. It's been more than five minutes. We should probably we should probably stop now. I, I wasted eight people's questions. I'm sorry. I tried. Okay. Uh, what is Jaber that? posted it. Oh, my. That does look like a lot of poop. A lot of poop. Hey, if you watch... Oh, listen, I'm not even going to tell you. I'm not even going to tell you, but I will tell you... Uh, or not tell you the hint, but I will tell you to go watch the video that I did today on Ticketed Events. There is a cosmic cleanup hint at the very end of the video. So even if you... 
you know, start to watch it and do, you know, sit and watch all the ads and then skip through all the content to the very, very end, then you'll get a secret hint on Cosmic Cleanup's event store. Damn it, looter! Divine, come on! <laughs> come on, guys! That was my secret hint. Now you guys got to go watch the video. Just go. 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 Go watch the video. Medieval Knight, you got you got last one, okay? What about my DJ Oki question? Can he get fixed to work as described? My auger wants to know. Uh, Rev, let me defer to you on that. I thought I thought his tooltip was updated. Is it still not? I don't use DJ Oki. I don't have him maxed. I don't know anything about him. I don't use him. All right, Rev's gone. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, his tooltip has not changed. Oh, so it, he's backwards, right? Like he he doesn't Correct. increase your mitigation. He decreases your enemy's mitigation. Is that right? Yeah, he works exactly like Zal does. Okay, so so listen, Medieval Knight, I know that you say your auger wants to know, but he's actually pretty, he's still damn good on an auger. All right, he just affects your opponent instead of yourself. All right, so uh, yeah, he decreases your opponent's mitigation. He does not do anything for your mitigation. So, you know, uh, there you go. All right, he's still he's still a great officer, okay? FYI, I, I, I die to him very frequently. A lot of people use him. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. It's time to play a game. All right. Um, JD7 says he increases your mitigation just like Zal. Did I say that backwards? Yes. I did say it backwards. Okay, so okay, so his cards... You read it the way the tooltip reads. I'm sorry. So it's, see, that's what I'm saying. I don't backwards. use it. I don't use it. Okay, he says that he decreases your opponent's mitigation. He actually increases your own like Zal. Sorry, I did say that backwards. My bad. Like I said, I don't use him, okay? But but he does work, and I've died to him many, many times. All right, so he's a good card, all right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's play a game. Uh, we are going to use Blurt. We're going to use Blurt today, so hopefully our winner can play in voice. It'll be a lot of fun. Let's see if we can get D-Agent. D-Agent 275, welcome to the show. D-Agent 275, you're my player. All right. Are you here? First of all, let's get him here. Somebody. Well, he should have been tagged already. D-Agent, are you here? And can we get you in voice? Bum, 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 bum. All right. Time's up. Sorry, we got to move on. Sorry. Sorry, D-Agent. Got to find another one. All right. Contest pick. Who's it going to be? Lady Cass! Lady Cass! Lady Cass, you haven't had a chance to play. Literally, it's been like a year, right? Congratulations to you. Oh, oh damn it. <laughs> There's the agent. Oh, daggone. Yeah, There's, it's been about a year. It has been. It's been almost a year. Listen, the agent, I'm going to let you play. All right, D-Agent, I am going to let you play because we've taken almost two weeks off on the show, so we don't have enough winners. So I will let you play, but D-Agent, I, I would like, can you play in voice? Cass, you're going to play too, and I've got you in voice, so that's great. One down. D-Agent, I'm going to let you play also, but I would very much like it if you can play in voice. If you can play in text, I mean, if you can only play in text, then we'll do that, but I would prefer to play in voice. So we're going to play with Chick first. And that way you can hear how the game is going to be played. And if you can find a, a headset or a microphone in the meantime, then cool. If not, then we will play in, uh, in private message. Now, Kes, uh, I don't know if you've actually played the new game. All right. Oh, you, 
to get your voice enabled, you have to use push to talk. Okay, so you you're already voice enabled. You just use your thumb, press the voice button, and you should be able to come in. Now, Kess, I don't know if you've heard the new game. It's called Blurt. And this game is a very, very fast game, Kess. Okay? I'm going to give you 30 seconds. But I have 10 questions in front of me. 10. All right? If you... But they're super easy questions. Super easy. All right? You just got to be quick. It's got to be on the tip of your tongue. And if you can think of it, you got to pass. All right? You only have to get six right. Six out of the 10. So if you can't think of one or it's the wrong answer, we'll move on. All right? But six out of 10 is what you got to get. And these are super easy questions. Kess, you got to get six out of 10 and you'll be a winner. Are you ready to play in voice today, Lady Kess? I'm ready. All right, Kess, 30 seconds are on the clock and it will begin after I finish reading your first question. Question number one, to cook in hot fat or oil? Fry. A small tray or mat placed under a glass to protect the surface underneath. Oh, Kess. Kess, Kess. Did we lose her? Kess. <laughs> Where'd she go? Kess. I think oh. that's a pass. I'm going to. Is that a pass? Kess. Oh, no. Your internet cut out. Oh no! Times, times up. Hold it. Yeah, she only got one. uh, There you are. Huh? What? Cutting in and out on me. Okay. Well, listen. Listen. Go stand under under your microwave. We'll try it one more time. I'll give you another thirty seconds. You got one. I'm gonna basically. I'm gonna be sweet to you. I'm gonna reset your thirty seconds. All right. But you only got to go nine more because I've only got ten. Play me in PM. Give me the answers, but I'll give you 45 seconds since you got to type, okay? Goodness, we got to get the game going. <laughs> we were running on time, and now we're now we're over time. All right, there's Cass. All right, 45 seconds are now on the clock. I'll give you the credit for the one you got right. A small tray or mat placed under a glass to protect the surface underneath. All right, a microorganism that causes disease such as a virus or bacteria. One of the 12 divisions of the year. One of the 12 divisions of the year. Uh, A hollow structure that carries smoke away from a fireplace. Let's see. Easy questions. Just got to type them quick. Uh, A man who works in a restaurant serving food to people. A long tapering stick used to play billiards or pool. All right, and there's your there's your six. All right, good job, good job, you got it. All right, and I'll, I'll give you I'll give you the answers. <laughs> that was that's a little bit less fun. That's a little bit less fun if we're if we're not in voice, but that's all right. Uh, listen, she got the one to cook in hot oil uh, or fat. That is to fry. A coaster was the small tray or mat. A microorganism. You actually got this one wrong, Cass. You said. You said an amoeba, a microorganism that causes disease such as a virus or bacterium. The answer I was looking for was a germ. Uh, one of the 12 divisions of the year, a month, was correct. A hollow structure that carries smoke away is a chimney, and a man who serves, uh, works in a restaurant to serve food is a waiter, and a long tapering stick used to play billiards or pool was a cue. Of course, you guys all know that, and you got it right, so congratulations, Kess. You are a winner, but we don't stop there. We don't stop there. 
Okay. Let me move this card. By the way, I, I'm using the actual cards because I, I bought the game, I told you guys. All right, now, listen, D-Agent said he thinks he got it figured out. D-Agent, are you ready to play in voice or do you got to play in text? Can you hear me? I can. That's great. All right, now, listen. The yes! Game, the game is a little tougher for you because you only get 30 seconds, okay? So, again, really tip of the tongue. Get your answer out or pass. I got 10 questions. You got to get six of them right. Are you ready to play? I'm ready. Let's do All it. All right. 30 seconds will begin after I finish reading the first one. A firm hold or tight grasp? Handshake. A barbed spear for hunting whales or large fish? Harpoon. A piece of equipment used for climbing with two side pieces and evenly spaced rungs? Ladder. A ring of light around something? Halo. A piece of old torn or leftover cloth? To travel by getting free rides from passing cars or trucks. Hitchhike. A person skilled at painting, sculpture, music, or writing. Artist. Hurry, hurry. Okay, yeah, I'm going to give it to you. Very good. All right, there you go. He was actually one second over, but I'm going to give it to him because I'm a slow reader. All right, congratulations. Very good. You're a winner, too. Hey, congratulations. You, all right, yeah, there you go. He got them all. As a matter of fact, I made him go do seven because he did get one right. A firm hold or a tight grasp was not, in fact, a handshake, but it, we were just looking for grip. Grip. All right, so I made it. That's why I made him do seven. Yeah, you got it. He didn't miss rag. He said rag, an old piece of torn or leftover cloth. He said you rag. Did. Yeah, I thought I heard rag. I, I made a little check mark. That's what I was trying to do. I was trying to keep up with six right answers. Well, congratulations. I thought he, he skipped that one. Oh, did he? he, he did it. Oh. I think I did pass on Oh, that well, one. then, bonus time. I'll give it to you. i give it to you. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pass and rag are basically the same thing, so we're going to give you credit on that one, okay? Uh, <laughs> now, listen, the game's not quite over. The game's not quite over. We That's have, what they call a rag in Britain. We have in our possession 20 chests, all right, 20 chests. And in these chests are 20 random prizes. I'm going to allow you to choose three of those prizes. We're going to let Kess go first. And then, you know, we'll re-randomize them, and you can uh, you can guess again. You're going to get to pick three chests. I'll reveal to you the contents, and you get to pick one of those prizes. That way you get the best one of the three, okay? Kess, one through 20. Perfect. One through 20. Give me three chests. Kess is gone again. All right, I tell you what. Uh, listen. Uh, no, I'm here. I just typed them. <laughs> I didn't see. Oh, you did it in the chat. Okay, 2, 4, 19. 2, 4, and 19 for Kess. All right, here we go. In chest number 2. 2, 14, 19. Oh, 2, 14, and 19. Okay, 2, 14, and 19. Inside number 2, 25,000 charged nanoprobes. All right, not bad. Inside number 14, 500 uncommon parts or materials. Damn! That's a good one. And inside uh, chest number 9, oh, five officer badges of your choice. 500 uncommons. Five officer badges or 25,000 probes. Take your prize. I'm trying to give you goodies. What's it going to be? 14. 14. That is 500 uncommon materials. Congratulations to you. My God. 500. Now, I'm going to re-randomize the chest. You get all 1 through 20, agent. All 1 through 20. Yeah, it's a rough day. All right. Pick okay. a chest. Three chests. What do you got? Five, seven, and fifteen. Five, seven, and fifteen. Chest number five contains one thousand 
Epic Uranium. That saves you six days on your Stella. 1,000 Epic Uranium. Chest number seven contains 500 spore drive components. Don't know if you have summons yet, but that's a nice little jump. And chest number 15 contains 1,000 Epic Directives. All right, not bad, not bad. 1,000 Epic Directives, 1,000 Epic Uranium, or um, 500 spore drive components. All right, actually three decent prizes right there. What is your selection agent? Um, I'll go with the Epic Armadas. Epic Armadas, good choice. There you go. Congratulations, and thank you for being on the show, Agent. Listen, both you and Kess, please PM me your player IDs. I need your actual alphanumeric player ID out of the settings section. Send that to me and uh, remind me of your prize, and I will get you on the prize list for prizes. Prizes do take 10 to 14 days and will be deposited in your account randomly without a chest. It'll just be added to your inventory, so keep an eye for when that may appear. You will not receive a gift chest, okay? And ladies and gentlemen, goodness gracious, that's it. Uh, A a 60-second game turned into 22 minutes. Uh, Snake Eyes, are we done? (laughs) I'll edit a lot of that out after uh, beer and sushi, okay? Uh, After beer and sushi, because that's 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 going to take priority, folks. Okay. Uh, there you go. Anything else? Ladies and gentlemen, I believe Snake Eye says I was done an hour ago. Okay, we're done. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the show. You've been listening to a live taping of Talking Trek Live. Please go to our website. Okay, we've got so much content out there floating around. I need you to go and check it out. Consume it. Support your favorite Talking Trek staffers. Okay, go on to Talking Trek stfc.online talking trek stfc.online where you will find links not only to this discord if you're listening in podcast right now you have no earthly idea what's going on join our discord come join the party all right it's a lot of fun the discord links on our website also if you haven't been to our youtube channel you can link over there from our website as well click you talking trick on youtube all right make sure and check that out and uh, watch our videos and uh, and stuff like that on YouTube. Also, hey, we've got an Amazon shopping link. Guys, uh, we've got an Amazon shopping link. If you do your normal everyday shopping from Amazon, gosh, click on our link first. Amazon's going to pay us for sending you there. It's crazy. And you pay the same. You don't pay any more by doing your shopping with Amazon if you click my link first. Also, we've got a Talking Trek merchandise store. All right. Inside the merchandise store, brand spanking new Bones merchandise. Snake Eyes has made some stuff that's actually really clever and kind of cute. Make sure and check that out in the Talking Trek merchandise store. Get yourself hooked up with a pair of pants or a throw pillow or a nice blanket or even a gator mask. All right. And uh, it's also all surrounded by uh, Bones. It's actually a lot of fun. You guys check that out. Also, while you're on the website, you may in fact possibly consider joining the Talking Trek patron program. All these guys in the Discord that are highlighted in yellow, these guys are supportive, financially supporting the show. They're keeping the lights on. They're keeping the music flowing. They're keeping our equipment up and running. And I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart to all of the patrons here that we have on Talking Trek. Thank you, Gregor, Ska, Vankman, and I, Beglin, Big Country, Doom, Hank, Chuck Zagrunt, Pops, Dark Lord, Steven Zaren, JB, Ahab, Energy, Fukum, Thorn, Virtual Army, J. Berg, Morgul, DJ Gur, Red 2, Unhoney, Just Skippy, Aceus, Dunk, Bojack, Ape 13, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Jason, Tevimosa, Regis, McRock, Lady Kess, 
Frank Gallo, Engineering Free Philly, Hudson, Doc31, Morpheus, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Cam, Coulter, NC, and Jetski, Wingnut, Jay Filler, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names Rock, Leonidas, Alfino, Raxnar, Striker, V Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indie Dandy, Quack Foo, Mr. Fusion, Callus, Kingo 101, Silent Stabber, Commander Taylor, Dammit Darks, Blue Mandalorian, Moxavian, Infinite Key, Maztec, The Professor, Chronic Break, The Egger, Spock the Avenger, Medic 213, Stony Dude, Fog and Farts, Ben Roby, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Murph, Arian, Judge Cran, Karen, Cobra, and not my game name. Thank you guys so very much for supporting Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Talking Trek is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I'm your host, Ultimate DJs. I love you, and I really do mean it. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.